It's January 1st. We're here. We're here. We made Ladies it to another year. Welcome to the second annual, like the sixth annual for us. <laughs> yes. It's every year. But there you go. The second annual Golden Nugget special. Yeah. It's the first day of 2024. It's the best day to talk about 2023. Of course. Of the course. only day, really. Really the only day because now we have to get back, you know. Yes. Travis is in two days. So we got to start Back into the flow. Yeah. We got to get into 2024. <laughs> hard. So every hard year March. we come live January 1st. Yes. Talk about the best of last year. Best of the last year, right? And I think this year we made a decision based on just like the way we move through the music world this mm-hmm. year is that we're going to be cutting this year's Golden Nugget special in half. Yes. And the first one is going to be about live music shows that we've seen in the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. Although not exclusively, I hope, in the future. But yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. And then conversations about recorded music, you know, uh, album releases, new music releases, things like that after. I was going to say, I feel right. like we took a step in the right direction. Getting live music in here is a big jump for us, I feel. Definitely it is like, good experience. it is 100% the most common topic on the on the channel. Wait. Is like, we went to this concert, <laughs> let's, talk, let's about talk about it, <laughs> which is going to be what the next episode is. Which, by the <laughs> way, yeah, yeah, like this week's Thursday, we'll be yeah. back on Thursday. Yeah. For our weekly episode, because we'll be talking about the Utopia tour. Finally. Yeah. Jesus. Only, right. only a couple weeks delayed. Only could be a worse. couple weeks delayed. Yeah, it could be worse. Action Bronson canceled uh, <laughs> for two days after Travis. Yeah. And he pushed it back to April. I, I remember, Jesus Christ. I don't remember when it was. I think it was like 2019 he was touring. Maybe it was like Rolling Loud or something. He hurt his knee. Who? Travis. Oh, okay. I had to, had to like stop early. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah, like, yeah, could be worse. Sense. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. If any artist is the one to get injured on stage. The fans should expect that. All right. So, Purpose, you're the one who kind of beat yes. out our entire kind of <laughs> structure for this. Yeah. So, we're starting with live music. Yes. Do you want to start? Introduce us to our first topic. Yes, yes, yes. I'm the doc manager. Um, so, what we decided to do. I have five different categories for live music, or five different categories for recorded music, and we'll end it off with the golden nugget. Um, which is the first one I wanted to do for live music, which actually I was very excited for, was the sleeper pick or unexpected one. So, what's yeah. the best concert that we saw this year that, like, was unexpected? Right. Yeah. Going into it, didn't know what to think. I think there's an artist that is going to loom heavy over all three of us for this. <laughs> Mine is pretty obvious. I've yeah. said it several no. times. Huh? For me, I've said it several times. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna be throwing in a twist on this one. Okay. Just because I know you're going to want to talk about your girl. So. <laughs> okay, what's yours then? You can go first. So mine was Fly Out of Loss. Okay. Uh, I saw them open for Janelle Monet. They have like, they actually have like a pretty good roster of hits. Like, we saw Ice Spice. It was another one I would probably say, like, as an honorable mention. I know you said not to include them, but, like... For live music, would, we can do one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, Ice Spice would probably be, like, an honorable mention where, like, <clears throat> you know, she was much better than I anticipated. Yeah. You know. But Flying Out of Boss, I think, just has, like, a deeper roster of hits. Yes. Okay. Right? Like, being a little bit more underground. And I tell you, you would have thought Killer Mike and LP were on that stage and not two <laughs> 21-year-old black guys. Right, yeah. like it was the amount of energy and performance they gave. Mm-hmm. Well, the fans love that; they're going to be yeah. right in with them. Yeah, so. and like obviously it was opening for Janelle Monae, so there's a certain type of crowd there that totally. is the right demographic. Receptive to yeah. that kind. So like right plot crowd, right performance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I would 100 percent say fly out of boss. 
And it was like my, if I had to pick one, it was like my sleeper for the year. And if I'm correct, if I'm going to boss, the two female artists is yeah. Okay, they're so a it's a group. Yeah. And that's the one, at least on TikTok, where they're like running in front to the corner. <coughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I, I have an idea of who that is now. That's pretty dope, though. Yeah, um, no, they have a pretty good roster <clears throat> of, of hits. Yeah. They performed them very well. They have an intense amount of energy. Did you feel like you recognized everything? No. Well, kind of. Because, mm. like, Rachel listens to them. Like, Rachel was listening to them before the meme blow up, blew up. Okay. So, like, mm. obviously, like... A true around. fan. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, like, I'm, I've heard, like, a lot of their songs just, like, sure. in passing. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, they are, like, very fundamentally hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, like, a more popish take on it. They just happen to pop off on social media. Uh, naturally takes that route yeah. of pop. So... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's always going to be what comes yeah. to the top. So, for me, I'm definitely saying my sleeper is fly on a boss. Okay, but I like that. Yeah. I honestly do. Yeah. Do you have one? You first. I wanna, okay. I'm curious. I want to know if we have the same. Okay. Um, for live music, yeah. I, I said at least one. I don't mention. I think it's good. So, for my runner-up for my sleeper pick was Doja Cat. Doja Cat killed it. She went crazy. I feel like Doja Cat was so good that... She surpassed becoming like a sleeper yes. to me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to talk about it because I wasn't on that week. But I think mm. that might be the most elaborate, or like most involved, stage production in a show I've ever seen. It was really. Yeah, impressive. It was up there. That's interesting. It was yeah. really impressive. Like yeah. just the, all yeah. the choreography, the different set pieces, the spider at the beginning. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yo. The the circular. <laughs> The circle, Man, the spitting, the circle thing that she was doing in heels. Yeah, crazy. that's crazy, insane. crazy, insane. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> definitely. Very cool show. Yes, I agree with that. Um, yeah, that that would probably be my runner up would be um, Doja Cat, and I am gonna bring it up again later for another pick. Yeah, but obviously, I've said it multiple times in the podcast. Glorilla killed it. Like, Glorilla did kill it. Yeah, blew my mind away. I. Like I, yeah. I was in tears, and, and I was yeah, no, yeah, really, like, <laughs> like oh really my god, it. yeah. Because even when we were at Ice Spice, right, yeah. and because there was like a similar kind of vibe, yeah. And I'm comparing it more to Ice Spice than Doja, mm-hmm. of like having like all the dancers around and all that, and it's like man, like Glorilla just energy, energy, just and the crowd was going crazy. Yeah, no backtrack, like just killing no. it. Honestly, just, no. just up there, a full gymnast. If I'm being honest, yeah, like a full gymnast. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, her her background is crazy because I, I was looking into her after the fact, and it's like apparently she was a singer, like mm-hmm. an actual singer in like high school and stuff, and then lost her voice, and then when that happened, it like pitched down and stuff, yeah. and then now she does what she does. She made it work. Yeah, adapt, adapt, <laughs> improvise, adapt, overcome. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But that's actually not my pick. Uh-huh. Uh, my honorable mention is definitely going to be Famous Dex. Okay. Famous Dex went so insane at. Um, what was that? The lyrical tenure. Okay. People were going crazy. He like threw his jacket. Kind of nice yeah, he threw his jacket into the crowd. He was going absolutely nuts, having a great time, just having fun with it. Super cool to see. But my number one is going to be Absol. Absol? Absol. Really? Absol. Yeah. That because is a good pick. Very good pick. Yeah. I, I don't listen to Absol, really. I didn't know what to expect going in. Like I'd heard his, some songs before, heard mm-hmm. you know what he'd done in the past, but the energy with which he kind of came out and was not like he didn't have to jump all over the place to get yeah. the crowd really going because it's not his music anyway really. yeah. yeah and it yeah. was just really impressive to see somebody come out and just do it strictly through like the character and the personality on yeah stage. 
definitely another example of like right crowd, yeah. right artist, you know? right venue. The, the, yeah, the venue right was like venue. just the, the right amount of intimate. Well, yeah. yeah, it was. It was really. I've nice. been to a couple other shows that I've venue this year, mostly like local artists. Mm-hmm. Like I saw like Wick Whitney and Johnny Jones there. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like no, they're. It's a great venue, and yeah, Obsol is a absolute yeah. good call for the sleeper. I remember when that concert happened; like that was a fun time. I had to, we had to be reminded day of, yeah, <laughs> literally the day of. Yeah, 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 yeah we were yeah. like, "Hey, just so you know, we're seeing Obsol tonight." It's like, okay. oh shit, we better find parking. Literally, <laughs> no. I mean, it, honestly, for a sleeper pick, I think that's a great pick because, like, out of everyone, he's the old head. Like, he is the old head. I feel like out of all the characters yeah. we saw, and that's a unique experience. Yeah, yeah. definitely, like definitely. That. Okay, bet, bet. Um, all right, I'm going to open up the next category. The best opener, because we've seen a lot of concerts and a lot of different Ooh, kind of openers. Now, how are we defining opener? Um, honestly, I, I left it very open to interpretation. So yeah. if you want to do, because I'll say mine first, and you can kind of get an idea. Um, so my honorable mention was Saba at mm-hmm. the 10-day. Because yeah. technically, he did open for Chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, finally getting able to see Saba was super dope. The Chicago native and, like, uh, he actually pre- uh, previewed some new music when he did it, and like mm-hmm. he killed it. It, yeah, it was great totally to see. It. It. Um, but in terms of like best opening set for me, the DJ set at Thundercat. I, yeah, I know easy. it might break some rules, but like that, I, I still don't no. know who the DJ is, but he killed it. Like, no, that's a really DJ really good call. Yeah, I completely agree. It was with insane. That. Yeah, no, that's a very good call. See, I'm wondering like, does he count like a festival setting? Because, sure. like, did Turnstile open for Foo Fighters? Did Lil Uzi Vert open for Future? <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. Like, actually, because no. that goes. <laughs> no, no, those are like, I, I, I honestly think we're asking yes. a very valid question. Dude, Lil right? Uzi Vert. It's our podcast. One of the best. One of the best. <laughs> that was one of the best sets I've ever seen. I know it wasn't a full show, but yeah, yeah. one of the. Yeah. It wasn't a very good set. Front flip into the yeah. crowd. Twice. <laughs> yeah. With the hair and the yeah. whole. Yeah, insane. Oh, Future should have been my sleeper, but no. Just because, like. I think too Future's big. too big to be a too sleeper. Big. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Is either he made one of the big ones or he didn't? Yeah. Okay. Trying so, to, trying to think of are like, you going to say turn yourself? Uh, I, think, sure. I think that's allowed. I don't know. I don't know if I, if I will. Uh, am I allowed to say Jid? Uh. <laughs> oh, God. No. No, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> no. So, so you're actually not because the way they toured, they yeah. alternated nights of who goes yeah. first. So they were like literally just a co co sign on a bill. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Did they actually have an opener? I thought they had an opener. I, 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 I showed up late. I we showed up halfway it. through Jinjin's mm. set, so I missed. Yeah, it. no, we missed because yeah, we were there like right as the opener left. That's true. Yeah, we got. Too You're about to say we I'm were. To, we were too. Trying to we were fighting for our lives. <laughs> that was a that was a fun one. I mean, somebody I would say also at um, lyrical tenure was Landon Cube. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Landon Cube was really yeah, good, actually good live, cool but like he's not really an opener. It was like everybody had their own like time slot yeah. still, you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, on the rock side, I saw Games We Play open for Fall Out Boy. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was good. January of this year, yeah, or last year. Last year, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was really good. And then turns, look, like spoiler alert, Turnstile ranks very high in my best sets of the year. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. Uh, but I think I'll probably go Saba because like Turnstile felt like okay. a. They like deserve their own. Yeah. yeah, like they were, a, they were ahead. Like I think there was a huge difference. Like not because I also really liked Little Uzi Vert set, mm, right? Yeah. But he was just playing like a condensed, yeah, like festival that's the, set. That's what you do at he a festival. He could do yeah. a two-hour set. I don't he could, think yeah. totally. An hour, I don't think there's a two-hour version of, of what Turnstile did. That's right? No, yeah. Like they would kill themselves. 
The drummer doing is just absolute Franz insane solo. Franz could not do any more yeah. skips across the stage. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely wild. So, yeah. There's a reason they're in shape. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. A, yeah, there's a reason you have to be in shape to play that kind of music. You know so what? I'm actually going to fully go Saba. Okay. Because to me, <laughs> like... I did really want to see Vic Mensa, but I've seen Vic Mensa before. Mm-hmm. So seeing Saba before Chance was probably my favorite. I have somebody I forgot to put on the list who I'm going to go ahead and put down for this. Okay. You, you said it was a DJ who you saw before. Who was it? Thundercat. 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 I don't know his name, though. I wish I did. So the DJ who opened as one of the openers for Joji was Kenny Beats. Really? Oh, and Kenny that's Beats, awesome. I didn't know that. Kenny Beats Live went hard. I don't doubt that. Why was I out of town, bro? <laughs> yeah. I miss Joji. It was, it was just me and Patrick vibing. I know. White Patrick, by White the way. Patrick. White Patrick, yeah. yeah. Shout out White Patrick. Yeah, shout out White Patrick. <laughs> shout out Hefe for it. Yeah, <laughs> shout, out, shout out Hefe for the... Shout out Hefe. The, the, shout out White Patrick. The, shout out Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> the, the absolute alley oop on that. Just yeah. out all the white shout friends out, we have. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Isaac, the, the whitest friend you have. Yeah. No, Neither white nor a friend. <laughs> like, is your brother. Like, You've heard of Coda the friend. Now get ready for neither white nor a friend. Yeah. Coda was good too, but I, I didn't include Coda. Yeah. Um, okay, but should we do the best uh, venue stage presence? So, in terms of. Like, oh, yeah. This is the easiest one for me. Okay, what's because, yours then? Oh, this is 100% uh, Beyonce. It, oh, it, yeah, no. It, it is not, not fair. It is not yeah. anyone even close to Beyonce. She ended the the set by being hoisted across a diamond horse around the, like, around the top of Soldier Field. That's insane. It's hard to be. And doing a cover of Donna Summer it's like, note for note while she did it. It's like I didn't even know that it was possible no, it to was rig like, like that in Soldier no, Field like, with it being open. I'll say this. like Everything that we saw this year like together, yeah. in far as like production, even Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake had great He had production. a lot. Yeah, the crazy screens yeah, on stage. Yeah, he had yeah. crazy shit too. Even Doja, who I thought was fantastic. That production was right? crazy, yeah. I thought she had great production. Yeah. I bet Travis does too. Yeah, but that would have been a good one. None of them have a it's, it's uh, flying crystal them. horse. Yeah, yeah none <laughs> of them have a Pete flying crystal horse. And that was like not even like <laughs> the biggest at the part, time, right? right? Yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Fact, like the arc yeah. of it too, because it started with her coming out like no one else, simple black dress. I mean, totally. she changes like, dress spotlight. Like, three times. Yeah, like dude, she was wearing like a transformer that. robot armor at some point. Like, of course. It was it was insane. Beyonce. Was, she also yeah. did the same thing Kid Kid, Kid Cudi did at Summer Smash, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. she really made it seem like Kendrick was about to come out. Oh yeah. She really made. Uh, it seem don't like... don't remind us. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> Salty. We would have been in danger. We would have. I would have jumped on stage myself. Quick! To get they're playing there. chess in the Kendrick Lamar mosh pit. <laughs> it's like everybody get over there now. I've got a pick for this one. Right, I, th- I think mine might be a little unpopular considering I didn't love the album as much. Mm-hmm. Don Tolliver. Oh, Don Tolliver's was Dude, good. Don Tolliver. That, he built the house. That It was a diner. <laughs> that, that, a diner. that set, crazy. It, it, yeah. That to, one was. Very having crazy. seen what people are capable of putting together at Aragon, and just yeah. in general, like Jin and Smino, theirs was pretty cool. It was like the double heart thing made out of It was like metal. a really awesome sculpture, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't interactive stage yeah. tech. Yeah. Totally. Don Tolliver's was really Dude, quite something. Unbelievable. Yeet had like nothing, pretty yeah, much. He, yeah. have, he walked around the ski mask this I mean, yeah, and people went crazy, yeah. so like it works. Right. But, but at the say, same time, I'm not judging him. The, the yeah. lovesick diner, like a full building on stage for a, a venue of 5,000 and not yeah. Soldier Field like Donda is crazy to me. 
Yeah. Uh, that's commitment. Right? Yeah. I do agree. Respect. Honestly, uh, yeah. that's a good pick. I also think the interactivity, like the inside-outside play. Yeah, and going up with on the top. diner. Yeah, I wish cool. we were was closer. actually that's the only thing. Like, were you at Donda? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I look. Donda was a once of a lifetime experience. Yeah. But yeah, like, I actually think like the inside-outside climbing, like the interactivity of the diner, mm-hmm. was actually on a technical level more. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think that the the recreation of the house is cool, just as yeah. like a piece of history. And it's like if you know, you know. Right. Yeah. But like as an actual set piece, it didn't do much aside from like everybody came out of the house and then he went back in and came out on fire. Yeah. Like that was it. And if anything, you couldn't see everything. Yeah. He wanted to light the house on fire, and of course, Lightfoot wouldn't want him to do that. Yeah, he was literally on <laughs> the phone yeah. arguing with Lightfoot. That's why he was so right. light. Yeah. You can't checks out. Light a yeah. house on fire in the middle of but yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Something, something. He's air done pollution. other things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, that was that was an easy. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce absolutely makes sense. And Don Tolliver, <clears throat> I agree. I just wish we were closer. It was so much smoke in the building. Yeah. Yeah. It was also humid. It was like precipitating yeah. in there. It, it was crazy it, it smoke was. everywhere. Yeah. That's yeah. It was. It was. It was intense. And what was really impressive also was just the crowd. Like mm-hmm. people were so on. Because I don't think of Don Tolliver as being like the most energetic. In general, in terms of like delivery and performance, he's like very like to me. It's more of like vibey type yeah. stuff, except when he's featured. Yeah. But damn, that crowd was going crazy well, too. Brandon has talked about that before because it's it, it is a workout, and he wasn't in shape. That so, yeah, yeah, like the first time I saw Don Tolliver. Yeah. Like I he, remember, you met, was it Lala? Yeah, yeah. It was at Lala the year uh, in twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, listen, the dude <clears throat> left it all on the field, but he just yeah didn't have enough like he had you know it just wasn't and he got fucked by technical issues like there were like layers to it but yeah no it uh he he grew a lot as a performer in the time between like we saw him and you all the year and this year you all saw the video i put up about on juice world day right where he's like dancing around on stage Mm. and shit yeah he's he's got it figured out he's had Uh, he's had a good year in general yeah yeah it was very low-key because lovesick was like the biggest album in my opinion no but like for what he's done this year it's been a pretty good yeah yeah it was yeah lovesick was an interesting album because Mm -hmm. like I've always said, like, I think Don Tolliver can do big things, but he just hasn't yet. Right. He just needs to. And, like, Lovesick, I think, was the closest, like, <clears throat> earnest attempt at it. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think it quite... It didn't land. It didn't no. quite land. No, no, yeah. We need, like, Jack Boys, if it were specifically, like, C.O. Don Tolliver. I think yeah. he needs or to, like, like be completely... He, he needs to carve Break his own path. No, yeah. f- for sure. But, like, in terms of surrounding yourself with talent and just building, like, a tight, kind of, like, condensed project, I think mm-hmm. that's something he could really benefit from. Because yeah. Lovesick is, like, an hour and a half. It, it is. A, it's a lot. Me. And it's like, and it's I don't not know. focused. That's yeah. the main issue. Yeah. And then, like, <clears> other <throat> stuff that he's on, like Jack Boys, is shorter. It's tighter. It's like, what, 40 minutes? Well, they said there's going to be a Jack Boys 2 this year. Well, it's rumored. Fingers I, crossed, I man. I'm, I'm yeah. waiting. I, I want that. And um, I want a Cozy Tapes 3. Yeah. 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 I was listening to Cozy Tapes recently. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for the yeah. third one. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I guess I'll say mine. We mentioned already, but Doja Cat and Drake are tight. Both yeah, of them are true. Yeah. Um, Doja Cat's up there, man. Yeah, yeah no, Doja Cat's both stage. So good. I also really liked Hendrix. It was a little bit more subdued for a Lollapalooza. We were also far. We were all, Yeah, we were also far, but I didn't really mind it. True. It was, uh, and I, I just think like bringing like that kind of, because he had the Steppers, which is like a very, you yeah. know, direct connection to his last project Mm -hmm. I think it's an interesting take to like bring that to like a a festival and not just like the festival but like the IMAX stage you know what I mean so yeah do do we include like 
musical stylistic choices as part of this because I would say Kendrick actually one of the things that was really interesting was seeing a lot of his hits recreated with live band. Yeah, that like, was yeah. Like seeing Mad City with no. a live band recreating the backing for the right. chorus is yeah. wild. You know, the first time I ever saw an artist do something like that was Wiz Khalifa. Oh, wow. Because when he tours, he does yeah. all of his music live is music. recreated. Um, <clears throat> the first big tour I ever went to was him and Mac Miller. Oh, they yeah. both had Mac Miller had his DJ play some of the beats, but yeah. a lot of them for both of them was like, oh, this is the live band making yeah. the music, the yeah. same songs. Yeah, that's Man. my biggest regret. I wish I saw Mac Miller. Man, yeah. it's the one. That it's, like, it's like let me just get like half a blue slide park. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take literally anything. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, no, it's no, interesting no. that you said that about Kendrick because I, I remember seeing him for the big stuff. Was when he went on tour and like at the United Center, it was crazy. Yeah, because like that's when he had like the shadow puppets and the the yeah. box that was floating. He did everything. It yeah. was it was crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, moving on to. We got two more categories for live music. We have best song performance, and this is—I feel like everything going this forward is, is a little tight. Tough. This yeah. is tough. This, this is, is tough. A tight. And I gotta be honest with you guys, I have a tie. You have a tie? I yeah, and okay. I I have a tie, but it's like it's a very uneven tie. Okay, <laughs> elaborate. What, what's going on? <laughs> meaning that like context, okay. please. <laughs> well, just meaning that like oh wow, these are the same. That says something about one of these artists. Because uh, one of them was finally getting me here all right. Like, oh, okay. Lamar, True. Right? I had not... I've seen... It this hits. Is my, this was my third time seeing Kendrick Lamar. He actually opened for Mac Miller and Wiz Khalifa on that tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my first time. And then I saw him open for Kanye. This is my first time seeing him as, like, the headliner. This is my first time seeing him in... You know, it was a little less than 10 years. Yeah. And obviously, I'm on wax about my love for Tip of a Butterfly. So... The second I heard that Pharrell 4 beat, that was just a <laughs> transcendental experience, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, is, that, is, yeah. that is a, that is a <laughs> premier artist like doing like a His song, best song like Pulitzer Prize, right? <laughs> the yeah. other one, and I got to keep it real with you guys, I think she is hitting neck and neck with that, was when Doja Cat did Streets. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. She did Streets. Yep. She did the shit out of that Doja song. Cat Streets was my winner. Yeah, I, I, she was, I could not. And like I say, like, you know, like it's a little uneven because it's like, oh, Doja Cat and Kendrick Lamar's all right. You know, like. Yeah, I get that. Uh, so yeah, I just look. There was a lot of them. Uh, the one that was very hard for me to uh, to leave behind, even though these two I think clearly clear it was mystery turnstile. Dude, just, yeah, yeah, like the, <laughs> that. So good. Yeah, it was just like the that amazing opening. And yeah. I also think that that was probably my favorite individual set this year, just like for the pure novelty itself, of bringing yeah. this guy to yeah. a riot fest. <laughs> Facts. That, first. Is, that alone yeah. made that my favorite set of the year. But, like, it's yeah. my first time even hearing that song, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wild. It, wild. Me, it was an incredible. <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was really good. I can't even. I just loved, it. yeah, when they, when they opened and just like seeing the camera, because they've got the screens up, right? And you see them like, going through it and then the guitar riff starts and the camera immediately cuts to people already like vortexing the pit. <laughs> I was like Purvis welcome it to the started. fucking show <laughs> it's funny I'm, I'm serious wait till Travis comes you're gonna see me oh doing my one God. at the third level we're in the, I was gonna say we're in the second row this we're will gonna be, do this a is vortex pit in the third level <laughs> my one rule do not fall off the balcony oh just don't, don't fall off well we'll see um 
I, I also agree. Streets was my winner. Streets was in, in incredible. Insane. Incredible. She did phenomenal. Um, my runner, my runner-up was um, Noel Smino. Yeah, he, he killed it. And um, Acid Rain. That's yeah, Noel's Noel's is yeah. also like up there for sure. Acid Rain is crazy. Yeah, Acid Rain was crazy. I mean, I, everything I, yeah. about that day. Just... See, well, <laughs> when he did Same Drugs, I cried. Yeah. I I definitely cried. I did. from Same Drugs, one hundred percent. Balled yeah. my eyes out. <laughs> I I didn't even know. Leah told me afterwards, like. A month later, she was like, "You were crying for real." I was like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah." No, you were. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say one that uh, you know probably doesn't come to mind, but I wa- I saw Lil B perform Ohio this year. What? <laughs> so I mean, that was like a um, that's a good one. Li- life, <laughs> life imitates me moment, which yeah. is pretty great. That's like my honorable mention for sure. <laughs> Now that you say that, um, Poland, Lil Yachty. Yeah. That was fun. Poland that was, was really that was fun. That was, <laughs> that was fun. Poland is very fun. Now that you Actually, say that. No, you know what? You know what I'm going to pick? What? You've inspired me. <laughs> I Spy. Oh, yes. I Spy. That's I a spy song. That is good. a song that I've liked for a long time. <laughs> Never thought I was going to see it live. I was like, what the that fuck happened different. to Kyle? He's gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. is that man still alive? Nobody knows. No, he's off the grid. Yeah. He's and it's like grid. that. And then also uh, Broccoli. Yeah, dude. Yeah, seeing dude. broccoli Everything live was crazy. Broccoli, broccoli was nuts. It's yeah. like all the music from like eight years ago that I, I'm still like, I still really enjoy. It's just like, all right, boom, here yeah. it is. That, that was <laughs> Surprise. a good summer, that was especially a good because summer. he was not supposed to be the the slot. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed that to be, was ice gonna be ice spice. Yeah, yeah, ice spice canceled, <clears throat> and that was that was the end of that. And yeah. We still got to see her. It all worked out. Yeah, yeah. Man. What was your actual pick before that then? Damn, my actual pick. I was I was also like on the fence about Chance just because Acerain is such a moment. But I've seen him perform that before because he performed it at Color did, Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I would say like another one is just Lola Zivert seeing Just Wanna Rock live is... Oh, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially a, a song like that. I can't take too much out of it like listening to it on no. headphones. So no, like, yeah. Seeing, that's, that's the whole point of the song. Yeah. Seeing him do it live. So yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. That's, yeah, so. that's, that's got to be a I really like hearing EXO tour live. Live. That, that is like true. a top tier yeah. twenty that from that decade. You know, that is an S tier song for me. Also, Future freaked it. Everything Future did, I don't. Future care. was <laughs> the whole performance was perfect yeah, for me. Was like <laughs> a incredible performance. Yes. Like, it, it, it was, was really good. You yeah. know, like I agree with your takes that like Future is just in and of himself too big to be a uh, like a, a sleeper. sleeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but like I've talked about it before, but I'm sure well, a lot of people this is gonna be their first time. Uh, I gave you a speech, bro. First off, he gave me a whole ass speech before Future. Come on, I'm so serious. I almost did the same thing before Turnstile, and I would have done the same thing before Run the Jewels. Just grab Uh, him. You don't understand. (laughs) It literally Uh, was literally he was sitting down, standing up. Brandon, no, you don't get it. Future is like the goat of trap. (laughs) I'm like giving a whole speech. But like, just like that feeling of like, yeah, this is gonna be fun, and then it's like, oh, I know every word to every one of these songs. Yeah. Somehow, like, dude, yeah, I know every single no. future song somehow. And everyone around you going, everyone crazy. going crazy, yeah. and also like, look, VFD Summer Smash is fun. Like, I love Summer Smash. I'm excited to go next year. Hell yeah! But it was very refreshing that weekend to have a set where we're surrounded by people our age. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. That that was one you for. Know? The the three headliners for for that entire well not the third one but the the, the first two nights the headliners mm-hmm. and the secondaries were like definitely for the adults <laughs> yeah the rest of the day it's like let the and kids Kid have Cuddy their fun was like not that not uh, I don't think Kid Cudi had any problems but like that it's more show. 
I feel like it was more geared towards the older or the older people appreciated more. Because I remember walking away, you heard some kid. <laughs> I was salty as fuck, bro. I was like, Jasper, do not fight him. Like, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I, Kid Cuddy was more geared towards the older fans. It's like I, none I of you know what it means. The adults in the room at Summer Smash made an executive decision <laughs> that first night. And sort of that second night, but future, I think, just yeah, given yeah. the style yeah. of the sound, is like yeah. a little more universal. The kids yeah. got Sunday with Cardi <clears throat> for sure. That yeah. was yeah, and the ambulance the is going through the, cr- yeah. <laughs> the ambulance is going through the crowd at Cardi. I was like, "Welcome to the experience, guys. This is yeah. what it's like." It's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, best overall performance. Mine How we do it? Open close case. Yeah, <laughs> mine's very open and close. It's chance. Yeah, like, mine's it's chance. It's not even close. Mine's chance. A turnstile gave him like a runner up, and like, mm. and I was telling you this like before Travis because like, full disclosure, and I thought this about Doja Cat too, mm. but I thought it was much more obvious. Uh, like I was just like, I do not think it's possible for Travis Scott to put on a show that I would like more than that acid rap show. Yeah. Just because of like the 10 years of memories I have around that project. Sure. So much emotion. Just Just, so much emotion. Right. And that's really what music is. Right. Like I just, so I was very confident. Like once October, once RTJ, RTJ passed. Yeah. yeah. I was like, like, that set was great, but I had seen them before and it was like, it wasn't the best set of theirs mm-hmm. I've seen, so it's like I can't possibly, yeah. possibly shout it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, <clears throat> this is my number one. Like, no. like could Travis got his top turnstile? Probably, yeah, but no, not chance. Yeah, no. No, it was just something It else. wasn't even close for me. Yeah. Man, for me, my honorable mention is going to be Joji, just okay. because... To see him go up on stage and meme hard as fuck and then go directly into, like, very sincere and sometimes vocally challenging songs That's and actually Joji. perform them. That's him. Very <laughs> impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's going to have to be Lil Uzi Vert. I mean, Chance, I feel very much the same way. Like, it was great to see him again after a long time. I just don't have the same associated memory specifically with ass rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that had yeah. been a coloring day show, that would have been my number I'm in one. Danger. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But, and like, yeah. yeah. And I totally get that. I totally get yeah. that this exists in the Inferma. You yeah. know, the fact that acid rap came out 14 days before I turned 21. Yeah. is a huge reason why that project means so much to me. Totally. Yeah. It's a pivotal yeah. moment. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I get that for yeah. sure. He needs to do it. Has it been 10 years since Men on the Moon? Yeah, it's been, it's well been more yeah, it's 2009 been, my guy it's been four, 15 years this yeah. year he needs to do a 20 year or something <laughs> dude yeah I mean hey the uh, what is it it's gonna be th- this year singles. it's gonna be the 10 year for satellite flight no satellite flight let's go, go. he might do something well he said he's doing those like low key concerts this yeah. year so. yeah he did like two in New York and he hasn't done any dude I would sense. love if he did like the metro or something like, subterranean sub T I want sub T yeah. yeah speaking of which um Quick, quick sidebar. Don't actually have to cut. Uh, I have tickets to Danny Brown at the Metro if anyone wants to come. Oh, out. yeah? Yeah. I'll go to that. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. yeah. Get your tickets. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's at the Metro, you said? It's at the Metro. Yeah, it's like 30 bucks. That's not bad. He could have at least made them 40. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Very good. Very okay. good. Very good. Yes, yes, yes. That's your one that you're allowed. Absolutely not. Danny. Danny, it was right there. <laughs> okay. Raise the prices. Jasper, if I could, if I could, I think you're scaring the hoes right now. <laughs> I'm assuming he's going to be doing some of it. I have no oh, idea. Yeah. See, JPEG's not there. 
if there's a if there's a live performance L of this year, it is the fact that the scaring the hose tour didn't, just didn't come here. Didn't come to Chicago. That that's was, so stupid. I hated. Like, that. where the fuck are you going? Omaha. They, they went to Indianapolis. They went to Madison. I, mean, I guess you know, they're they, scaring. Uh, them. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they're like you know Chicago's maybe a little too liberal. Maybe yeah. we can't scare the hose there. Yeah, that's true. If you can't scare no Chicago hose. It's <laughs> gonna be no hose there. Yeah. Like, period. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! But All yeah, right. no, that was. That was it, yeah. Okay, so, cool. Well, that was our live yeah, music. Yeah, that was our live music. Hell of a year. We got, we already so Many have more like, concerts. We already have like a lineup for this year. Chance lined up. Mick lined up. We have Mick Jenkins. Now, um, um, Mick Jenkins, Danny, Danny Brown, Brown. Travis. Travis, dude. Uh, it's so a good start. Danny, yeah. what day is it? Danny Brown? It's in March. Oh, March. Okay. I yeah, time. it's in March. I got time. Okay. And uh, confirmed Summer Smash <clears throat> next year. No, that's, ha- that's happening, so yeah, right. it'll be oh, good. Yeah. We will yeah. be there. Yeah. Ooh, it sucks I'm not going to be able to ride fest this year. Mm. Oh, my cousin's getting married. I got to go to St. Louis. Boo. <laughs> Bring the wedding, the wedding here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you imagine? It's, it's fine. It's like my, uh, my cousin. Yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. an older guy. He goes there to see all the hardcore shows. So he came up to me and Rachel at Christmas. He's like, oh, we'll find a hardcore show in St. Louis to go to. Keep oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. I like that. All okay. Right. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Though. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so should we move on to recorded music? Yeah. OG uh, Golden Nugget. <laughs> OG recorded nu- uh, the Golden Nugget, yes. Okay. We're actually talking about music that was released last year. Yes, actually released last year. Um, the way I did it, we have five different categories, like I said. I am leaving it open just to not be too critical. When I say top three, just three. You don't have to list three, two, one. It's not that serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of these are like, hey, I have a number one. Yeah, yeah, but like I, everything else is kind of like kind of falling in there. Yeah, okay, but um, well, we're starting off with music videos. Um, I can open it up then. My three for music videos. The first one I wanted to do is the Secret Recipe. Um, yeah. absolutely phenomenal, and the verses Lil Yachty and J Cole killed it. Very simple production, but effective, and honestly, it's one of the better songs in my opinion that came out last year. Um, the next one, first person shooter. It just so many classic memes behind it. The production was great, it, and it's Drake and J Cole. It's hard to go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the spider meme, the chess meme, like so good. Yeah, it, it's so many layers to it, yeah. and obviously, it, I, this would be my number one. Hillbillies, Hillbillies, Hillbillies. came out. That's this a good year, video. It's a good video. It is a phenomenal. It's a fun video, which yeah. is nice. So. Okay. Okay, so let me do my three, and then we'll all talk about yeah. our choices. Do, do we do any honorable mentions? Because there was one that I really wanted sure. to have on there, but like I kind of didn't because of the way it was released. Okay. But now that it exists as a standalone music video, I do really like it. Okay. And that's Modern Jam. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Dude, fuck. I thought, yeah. I thought <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Modern yeah, Jam. Modern yeah. Jam is I was convinced on my, it, it's my honorable mention. Okay. I don't okay. want to release it because I do have very strong words about the whole the pretty much all the other visual components of the utopia release but modern jam was incredible (laughs) i agree no it is a go-to but i just there are three other ones that i just couldn't pass up and like i have a number one and then the other two so Mm -hmm. the other two are first person shooter i think it's hilarious i love that they got the guy from the office great i think the way i think humor is just a very underrated part of it this is a thing i talk about all the time mm-hmm. like people don't take it seriously that like being funny can make the music better you know two changes a premiere example of that mm-hmm. some run the jewels stuff is a premiere example of that i think this is a great example of that 
Their tongue is in their cheek and they're being fine. They spent it in f- a minute pretending to be Spider Man <laughs> in this music video. Of course, and, they and like yeah. considering who those people are, like, yeah. not to say like there's a ton at risk, but like these are the biggest yeah. names in the game. So yeah. like, if they're goofing off like the hillbillies, yeah. if I see Kendrick Lamar and Baby exactly. King it's a fucking around, 150 grams of protein, yeah, Literally. 150 grams of protein, best <laughs> dress. Like, what? <laughs> what have you talked about? It's like, that? give him another Pulitzer, another Pulitzer <laughs> now, now. <laughs> Give him a no-go. He's He's killed everything. (laughs) Okay. The other one that is like in my back to is Attention, the Doja Cat video. Oh, okay. I think a lot of... I think Doja Cat's release and Travis's release are kind of like reversed. That mm-hmm. video is... Because it's like, I think all the visual components of Doja Cat are just so stellarly mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. And then the album was like, good, not great. Where yep. it was like, I think Utopia was the like first. Where yeah. like the album was extremely good. And then like the... The fumbles. Yeah. Were fumbled. But yeah, I liked Attention. But the number one music video of this year, by far for me, is Die Today with Earth Gang and Spillage Village. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to see that. Oh, my God. It's So they basically do an entire parody of like the phenomenon of people getting more famous after they die. Mm. Oh, and yeah. They the took, oh, thing, yeah. They took like real like news programs. Like they have one of like oh. Tucker Carlson, like mm-hmm. being like, "Oh, that Johnny now, Venus yeah. died today." One of our premier artists in the country, and it's like, who did? So I like, one, it's like that. it's a very touching song, yeah. And the video just brings out another layer of it. Easily, Earth Gang's "Village Village" best video of the year. Okay, I like that. I forgot about that one. That's a yeah. good one. And Denzel Curry's in it, and he's like, he, he has like just a comedic role. Which is just like that's another thing, like the humor. It's just like it's fun yeah. to just see yeah. Denzel Curry come on there and just be funny for thirty seconds. Totally, yeah. yeah. I agree. I like that. Okay. I'm gonna do an, one honorable mention too, and it's gonna be uh, <clears throat> Kid Cudi, "Ill What I Bleed." Mm-hmm. The song is kind of whatever. Like I think over time, those singles that are coming out now are going to be appreciated a little more. So I mean, Porsche like to see the full project. Yeah. Porsche Topless is starting to get more of its flowers, even though when people ca- it came out, people were like, "eh." Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that just like him fucking around having fun in like japan is hilarious and like makes for a good video it reminds me of, like the asap rocky thing running through the streets wearing, yeah. wearing Tim's. <laughs> yeah so that's fun um that could have been one yeah uh for my number three spot i'm gonna go uh i'm also gonna go doja cat but i'm gonna go um paint the town red okay because that video is that crazy you know hanging out with the grim reaper strong visuals nice color everything is just kind of like where it needs to be plus that song the sample is great so mm-hmm. A lot of, of that production was taken off of like real art, though, right? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It's like all fully inspired, which is yeah. nice, too. It's like very referential. Uh, second spot, I'm <clears> going <throat> to go... I, I'm also going to go Modern Jam, just because oh, I think that video is super cool. That video is very cool. It, it also very directly directly references Daft Punk's Around the World video, yeah, which is yeah, pretty great, because Guy Manuel is the producer, so it's like he's... Travis is just like borrowing a lot of visual elements, or at least the people who do his music videos are. Yeah. Number one, I'm surprised neither of you brought up any of the, any of the content from this. Mm. Sorry, not sorry, Tyler. Because some of the oh, vi- yeah. some of the visuals around. Uh, oh yeah, like Dogtooth had like a really good video. Dogtooth, too. Wharf Talk too with ASAP yeah. Rocky, super when did strong. Sorry, not sorry, come out. March. March. It was just yeah. so early. No, it was like, like very early. Yeah. But that video, like yeah. him killing all the previous eras of his own. That is cool. And then yeah. like we don't know what the actual Tyler is because mm-hmm. it's like the whole weird shirtless thing going on. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm I'm curious what happens next. Interesting. He yeah. plays with that very. The lore. No, that, the, lo- the lore is set up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Also, <coughs> so sorry. 
I didn't have an honorable mention, but I did want to bring it up just because I haven't said anything about it. Mm-hmm. Did you guys listen to Boz's album yet? No. Not yet, no. It, it's pretty good. It, yeah. it didn't reach like my top five, but it is a very good listen. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> Dr. Oblivion, I think it's called. Yeah. It's a music video. Very good. It, and it's simple and it's clean. But definitely recommend Boz's album. That would be my honorable mention. Hell yeah. Um, now, the next category is 10 singles. Now, you want to do this round robin? That's what I was going to say. It's like a long, drawn out thing. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. I would love to do that. Yes. Ba, 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 I would love ba, ba, ba. to do that. Yeah. Jasper, do you want to start first? We- 10 singles. Any individual song that came out in this, like, this year? Yeah. Yes. This is what we were supposed to do last year. We miscommunicated. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but we are talking like, even if it was on an album? Yes. Yeah. Especially if it wasn't on an album. Yeah. As long as it was a song release. It, in no particular order. Mine is I have a ten. I have like one that is definitely tenth. Yeah. I have one that is definitely first. <laughs> and then like in, everything in else is kind of like in yeah. flux. Okay. And I kind of tried to keep it to like one song per artist, one song per album. All right. Same. But I'm, gonna... I'm not. I'm not being so strict. I'm not being so prescriptive with that. All right. All right. All right. All right. So for me, my number ten then has got to be all the way live. So Metro Spider Verse. Yeah. Ooh, That's okay. a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Just yeah. because the way that comes in is just. You know, it hits, but also at the same time, it's not like it's not like a song from the Spider-Man movie is going to outclass a lot of stuff that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Fr- yeah. Frankly. yeah. I mean, I, you never know, though. No, it's yeah, true. You it's never true. know. I mean, Sunflower, when that came out, yeah, was that literally was the huge. song. Yeah, the but that's like, yeah. I feel like there's a difference because that's like leans so heavily into like just being very poppy. As yeah, it, to, it is. You know. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Uh, mine is a technicality, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So my, uh, for 10, <laughs> the solid 10, is uh, the second half of Too Easy. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought about yeah, I'm like, the too. second half, specifically. <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say that's I haven't funny. listened to that that's song a ton. Or other songs on the Tito mm. album. I yeah. want to make sure I... Re- I'm sure we'll talk about him more when we talk yep. about like up-and-comers. Yes. Uh, even though he's not my up-and-comer of the year, but... Mm. No, that uh, that song is is all that that back end is yeah. just like it's that's great. just I want an entire Tizo, and I get that it's not his thing. I know his thing is to be Fugazi innovative, mm-hmm. right? And he's not going to do something as cut and dry as like an R and B album. But man, with that R and B album, he can sing. Yeah. He, he can sing. Yeah, yeah. No, so like, yeah, <clears throat> I would second the second half of Too Easy. Is but easy. yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, I'm not going to do, I don't really have an order, but I'm just going to get it out the way because we already discussed it. Mm-hmm. But the first one will be Hillbillies. It is a fantastic song. It is. It, it is. is. There it is, is just, and like, there's just very much something profound about like seeing like a stellar artist like Kendrick Lamar just have yeah. fun. Finally, you finally. Know? After yeah. years yeah. of turmoil. Finally I mean, I think, like, <laughs> I think some Kendrick albums, I think Damn is kind of fun. Yeah. It, it, it is. I mean, if anything, I think it's commercial. City has a lot of fun on it. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think. Damn, they both. They both just do that thing that where it's like a peak, like a very slight peak, and like a major valley. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, like, mean I don't. I see. I just disagree with that. I also think tip of a butterfly. Like I get that. Like everyone hears that and they think you know how much a dollar costs a black and a berry yeah. yeah right but like songs like these walls that ha- that's a, a, a fun song yeah yeah. That's, yeah i mean musically there's like king yeah. kunta's fun yeah. musically yeah yeah but at I the mean, same time it's just the overall image yeah. of the album yeah yeah definitely that that's the biggest thing is the imagery behind him because i feel yeah. like he i mean 
when you make music at that level and with those kind of topics, you're going to have a personality or a face that comes off as more serious. This type of fun that's in the Hillbillies is just different from all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah. It's completely separate. <clears throat> all right, what's your second song? What's your next one? So my next one is going to be, man, if I could just like remember the names of songs. I'm going to go Johnny Dang. Okay. So Ooh, that's a th- good one. That Mexican I love OT. that. Yeah. I love that song. That's an album that we forgot. Well, now I'm wondering if I sub it because I was. I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> that, that's that, that's an album that we forgot to kind of put on. The I've list. been we selling to, people, but it's so good. Oh, we will we'll get to that. We'll do that Mexican dark. OT is going to be. Yeah. I have some time. Is he your up and comer? One hundred percent. I kind of figured. I figured. There are a lot of up and comers I really like right now. Yeah. There are a lot of people very early in their careers. Yeah, yeah. I'm very interested in more than I have been in a long time yeah but yeah spoiler alert that mexican ot he, he's on this list and he is on he's my upper cover yeah, yeah so i love johnny dang and that paul we did a do a best uh the paul wall yeah. a best feature mm-hmm. uh oh, we, we did not we yeah. could improvise it and freestyle it right now i would but, say i've got my picks already yeah, yeah. I, I i know what my <laughs> i'm not ready for i know features. who my best feature is so oh like, just one i might be able i got two I, I might yeah but like the paul wall feature on this is one of the best features of yeah the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Damn. My next one is she's been coming up a lot, but uh, demons Doja Cat. Oh yeah, dude. dude that beat goes. And it is like, who yeah. are you and what are those? I, everyone was like, I remember he, seeing like on TikTok and Instagram, everyone being like, "Can you believe this? She's making this music." I'm like, "This goes hard. Shut up!" Like, this <laughs> literally, is very literally. good. Like. Also, I liked the whole social media outrage only for this project to be like a slightly it harder, wasn't even, like yeah. more more rap heavy version of what she does. Yeah, I guess I guess the trolling and like the memes are a little lighter, but at the same time, musically, yeah. it's not that different. No, it's not. I think the, Especially like the big hits, like yeah, yeah, Cora yeah. Hills, sounds very much like a Doja. It totally that yeah, like very kind of like not synth pop, but like very like airy. Yeah, like, like pop. Yeah, yeah, but though yeah. definitely like kind of in the post Lord. Yes, kind of like. Indie pop. That song goes hard though. Gora Hills. Oh, Gora Hills does go hard. Scarlet's not a bad album. You know? No, it's not, it's not you know, a bad album. No. It just, I think it's an album that clearly could have been better though. Yeah. It's uh, like a. And it just wasn't the refined piece of like work that I thought it would be. It's I, got like, yeah, very clear, strong songs <clears throat> in the beginning and then it just kind of like tones down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think there are some other good songs at the end too. Yeah. 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 What's yeah. interesting, like for me, for Doja Cat, I think, and this isn't like a category, but for like most unexpected album. That was the one because the rollout was just so much different than the album, in my opinion. Totally. And like, I feel not even just obviously the rollout in terms of like music videos or songs coming out, but just like her actual actions. It's just like the whole thing like, oh, she doesn't care about her fans and all this other stuff. But like, there's a meaning behind it. There's a message Mm -hmm. behind it. Yeah. Why she was doing it. And then like, and even like we were, we were talking about this last night, like me and Rachel, like she was going hard at this show. Yeah. Yeah, She she was was not, she she was not performing like someone who does not care about their yeah, you and know? the fact that she spent so little time kind of like talking and fucking around, mm-hmm. yeah, compared to like actually just performing, almost, I would say almost to a fault. Yeah, uh, that was like one thing is that like there was like a yeah. weird tempo at that show. There was where it was it felt like it felt like when she was performing a song, it was great. Yeah, which is obviously the most important thing. Totally. So which is why I still consider the show very good. Mm-hmm. But like I think there was clearly something going on beyond like backstage because like there was like very little fluff. Yeah, Almost, to the point where like there wasn't outfit changes and things. I mean, the thing yeah. is, we got to keep in mind, which we learned at the show, it was the last leg of the tour. Yeah, last yeah. so it might have been the perfected last single, at that point. Yeah. Well, single last exactly stop, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. 
All right. But uh, Purvis, next one. Okay. Um, we have demons. I don't know how I'm going to order them, so I'm going to do like the less serious songs first. Um, That's how I'm doing it. Yeah. So I have like my top three, and then everything else is just kind of filling in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Hill Blues is goofy. Um, the second one I'll do, fuck you, me, my gunner. It it yeah. was a summer song for me. It yeah. was mm-hmm. the summer song. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was like, obviously the numbers don't mean everything, but like the fact that it was streamed to the amount that it was, a phenomenal job and a great comeback from being in jail, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Good job, Gunna. Like, actually, though. Okay. Jasper? I'm going to go... I'm going Stuntman. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Vince Staples. We love a Vince Staples feature. We love, you know, a good kind of strong start to what is technically a bonus track yeah. list, like a list of bonus tracks, but feels like it's its own lead single. Mm. Yeah. That song hits. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the estate sale was, it was like a weird thing, man. Cause it wasn't, yeah. I almost feel like it, it wasn't a deluxe. No, you know? it doesn't feel like it. It, yeah. it. it feels like it's own release. Yeah. hundred percent. But like, <sighs> it's a bonus disc. Yeah. It's a bonus disc. That's what it is. Right? Yeah. It, it's, it was a unique thing and I really appreciated that. And I, the thing is that like, Tyler just doesn't stick in my rotation as much hmm. for some reason. And yeah. I listened to that when it came out. I love Stuntman. Like yeah. Stuntman was probably my favorite. The one with Ben Staples, right? Yep. Yeah. That, Stuntman and Dogtooth were the two that I was like, oh, these those were the two lead singles. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, uh, I like that one a lot, man. Yeah. Just some of the, some of the imagery on that. It's like, even though it came out last and it was like extras, it almost feels like a lot of the content or like the themes that he talks about are perfected, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like he's reached the final iteration of rapping about that thing in that way. That's yeah. true. Got That's the true. jelly bean Kelly green rolls. <laughs> Inside's white like who, a jalapeno. Who comes up with that? Who says that? Insane. <laughs> jelly bean Kelly green? That's crazy. Yeah. I will say this. Vince Staple, I do like his feature on um, El Sweatshirt. The, oh, uh, yeah. Other, yeah. More. yeah. But good pick. I do like that. What you got? All right. Oh, it's my turn. Uh, mm-hmm. This one's easy. Uh, it's a song we've talked about a couple times, me and Purvis, but I think it was just two iconic rappers from this from my life meeting up for the first time. First person shooter. Oh yeah. 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 I don't even. It's kind of weird how many people who like don't like Drake, being like, I actually like for all the dogs. Yeah, like I was watching FD Singifier, his white rappers video, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, I'm kind of a Drake hater, but I thought for all the dogs was good. I liked Search and Destroy, uh, Search and Rescue. Yeah, that's gotta be. I'm gonna have to make some edits. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no, uh, first person shooter, 100. Mm-hmm. percent I I think J Cole's verse is iconic. Mm-hmm. I think Drake, uh, in the uh, presence of that pressure, performs well for once. Uh, I'm about a, I'm about a, I'm about a. <laughs> I'm sorry. I watched a music video yesterday and I just started doing it. For it's such a good video. It is a good video. When he's doing the Michael Jackson thing, like <laughs> it's that break because he shoots the basketball and then like girls around the world and I was just like, I'm about to. I'm about to. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> thank thank you for reminding me of that. Oh yeah. Um, okay, I think it's my turn. It is your um, turn. This is another just extremely popular song, and I'm very happy for Dave and Central C. But Sprinter bangs. Ugh. It goes so hard. Yeah. Like that entire song, I, I love it, and that whole EP was great. 
Sorry. I think I think this is the first time you and I are not in agreement about. You don't like sprinters? I can't get down with the sound, man. I don't know. Is I it just? Is it that song, or do you, have you listened to the whole album or no. the EP? Or no, I haven't listened to the whole thing. But okay. just like, I don't know. Something maybe it's the production. Just like the cadence of it, it's just not. It doesn't grab me, and the vocalization is not pleasant to me. You know, it's yeah, like okay. it's just kind of there. And it's so like spoken as opposed to stylized in any way that it's just okay. it doesn't it doesn't lend itself to the beat. It, you feel like me. it doesn't flow well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like just maybe that's just my take on British stuff because they sound too fucking British. <laughs> but like we'll see. That was gonna be my next question: is like, do you listen to any grime or anything? I like, like Skepta a lot. Okay, that, but that's, but that's Skepta good. has a lot yeah. of like a lot. He's very musical in the way he uses yeah. his voice. Which well, he's like this, one of the best ever, so yeah, at least out of England. London. Yeah, man. I mean, I I recommended um, what's that Skepta song with Kid Cudi as the feature? Um, yeah, that was one of the, one of the one of my picks. It's a single mm-hmm. as like one of the good ones because he just really goes hard for, with the voice. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It might grow on you. We'll see. Yeah. All right. What's your first sure. one? Uh, another one. This one is from an album that I think is very mid. I listened to it in prep for this episode because I was like, you know what? I should probably listen to more 2023 music before <laughs> making judgment calls. Um, but If Looks Could Kill, Destroy Lonely. Yeah? Off of like that song Dude. off of that album. That <clears throat> album is I unbelievably tried. mid. I, I tried. Yeah. I, yeah I, I literally tried last week. And I played it without thinking about it. Me I was, too. I, was just, I literally did the same thing this weekend. Yeah, yeah like, I like commuted days, home yeah. on the train. Yeah. And I was like, I, I made it all the way through the train. Mm-hmm. I got home. I was walking to my car. Yeah. And I was like, let me actually like open the app and look. And it's like two hours long. It's an hour 23. It, and then there's I a direct, there's like a director's cut. Yeah, version. there's a director's cut. And the director's cut is an hour 41. Yeah, it, I, it's, I, it I got, is ridiculous. I got two thirds of the way. Through, you got two thirds? Through the base, the regular no. version. The hour 23 version. I got two thirds of the way through. And I was like. These all blend together. Yeah, I, I get but thirty minutes. If looks like, could I'm kill done. as a song, just because of how big it got and like what the beam that it was, like that song is decent, and I appreciate like the guitar instrumentation that makes up the backing track. Mm-hmm. Like making the best of a bad situation. I feel like for whatever reason, he, people kids kids really like him right they now. Do. They do, and that's fine. Like it feels like he has a lot of the momentum that Yeet had like a year or two ago. I mean, if you find that circle, just work in it. I mean, yeah, exactly, hundred percent. And, and like I could see. Per, live performances being really good too. That song stands out, but everything else on that is album is that the so one. Good. Is that the last song on the album? No, it's the second one. It's the baby. I'm the fashion. Like the whole thing. Like it's that, I, that's the meme one that was like okay. on TikTok and everything. It was either it was that one and the like last pe- one. People, like the big one. People hanging from shit. Like oh, the, the memes of like oh, like yes, hanging upside down. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I do recall. Yeah. So that song, that song is decent. Project is not decent, but that song stands out for yeah. sure. I thought it was the one with Ken Carson, but no, that makes sense. No, no yeah, it's, it's not that one. Yeah, no. okay, okay. All right, but Miranda. All right, so for my next one, <clears throat> I want to ask you guys a question. Oh, boy. Let's hear it. Have you ever been lost forever? Great song. Yeah. Hey, no, yo! I'm going, I'm going <laughs> lost forever. Lost forever. Love it. Uh, Travis Scott featuring West Side Gun off Utopia. Yeah. Feature of the year, obviously. Is it? Is uh, it James Blake who's doing the actual? Have you ever been? Lost? I think so. I think so. Because he's because he's on other stuff. He's on a bunch of stuff. He's also yeah. on. He's on. I really love the closing track of Utopia. Where were you going? Yeah, now? that one. Yeah. I think I think I'm someone who like really liked like the the structure, mm-hmm. like the like the almost like the story structure. Till further notice. I think notice. we've had a lot of like really good closing yeah. tracks this year. I think. Till uh, further notice. 
uh, till further notice. Yeah. I think high and holy. Uh, I think where you get your coke from. I yeah. Think they're all mm-hmm. really solid closing tracks. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. no, lost forever. Easily my favorite track off Utopia. Oh really? Okay. I mean, there's a lot of really good tracks off I, Utopia. I think it's a good answer. Right? Like there was a lot. You know, Modern Jam was up there. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll talk more about Utopia. Yes, as, yes. As I'm sure, but. Sure. Uh, and it also just stylistically did something that I really liked, mm-hmm. which is my biggest complaint with Travis is that every time he goes somewhere, it sounds like a fucking Travis song. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this and very that much, sounds yeah. I don't love. Like I just like that is not a sound I want everywhere. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? it is yeah. not the to me. It's not the equivalent of the Griselda sound where I want every yeah. rapper <laughs> to try. Yes, you know? yeah. But hearing like okay. We're going to get like this alchemist style production and we're going to hear Travis do like a pretty respectable verse on it. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to switch to the Travis production and you get someone like Westside Gunn on it. And it's like that, that tension mm-hmm. I loved. So yeah. like, I think I it is just the head to nuts, a incredibly produced, like constructed song. Totally. I, yeah. I fully agree with that. Um, Okay. I feel like all of my, all the rest of the songs are like actually serious songs. So let me go with this one. Um, I'm going to do the shoe fit. It is a part of the extended version for, for all the dogs. And I talked to Brandon about this, but obviously for all the, for all the dogs has its positives and its negatives. The negatives do outweigh it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember when he released, which was originally called scary hours three. I text Brandon and I was like, I'm actually pissed off because <laughs> every single song on here is a top tier Drake song and it's, it's better than 90% of the album from uh, for yeah. all the dogs. Um, and it was very clearly just put out to juice the, for yes, all the dogs. A hundred percent. It may not have yeah. reached what he wanted. So he was like, here's some more stuff. Although he did claim every song that he, that is on scary hours three was recorded after release. He claims, but Regardless if it's true or not, the shoe fit is a phenomenal song and one of Drake's better songs, especially in the later half of his career. Yeah. Back to me. Back mm. to you. Flooded the face, Lizzie yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. That opening track for Pink Tape. Pink Tape. Again, we all had mixed kind of reactions to it. Mm. A very, very varying <laughs> degrees. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, some more positive, some more yeah. negative than others. Uh, Do you but, still have it in your rotation? I'm just curious. I have songs from this in my okay. rotation, yeah. Spotify did a thing. I'm like going through my <clears> Spotify <throat> right now where they removed mm-hmm. whether or not you have it liked in the thing. So I can't actually explicitly see it right now. But I've got at least four or five songs from it okay. on rotation. I know Flood of the Face, um, Suicide Doors for sure. Uh, what else? Pluto to Mars, Days Come and Go, and Zoom are all in there. Okay. Zoom I really like as well, but... Of of the tracks from this project that I would put in, in my top ten, "Flooded the Face" definitely stands out. It's just a super strong opener, and you've got like low Uzi, which we haven't seen in a while, that, which is kind of cool. So a, a more traditional Uzi, I should yeah, say. yeah. Okay, yeah. So my next one is going to be another incredible closing track mm-hmm. from a project this year, uh, "Bass Jam." Bass Jam, the closing track to Peranto. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That so was, like a strong closer. This is going to be something that like I, I get back to, especially in the later half of this episode. We're talking about like artists being very dynamic, like <laughs> having like a very wide dynamic range. It's you know yeah, uh, and this is just like it's almost like a lull. It's Danny Brown, and it's almost like a lullaby. 
Yeah. Like talking about like Which all is those weird slow for jams him. <laughs> that he like used to listen to with his mom. Mm-hmm. Like how he used to listen to those slow jams like when he was, you know, young and out on his own. Right. And it's just like this very like Coranta is like a very different album. It is. For Danny Brown. Like it is very like uh measured and like uh like constructed. And then like just getting to that as like the end of just like this feeling of like very soft joy was just like very insane to me. Do you think that, sorry, do you think that Quaranta is a bit like the Michael of Danny Brown in that way? 100%. Yeah. yeah, I I, I drew a parallel for sure. 100%. Yeah. yeah, It's kind of like this, this, uh, like this, almost like these therapy albums, right? Where you have like Like Michael being like this very deeply autobiographical album about Killer Mike. Totally. From the perspective of being like an Atlanta rapper. I think Karanta is very much the exact same thing about the alternative hip hop scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I think Jay Z, I think 444 yep. was that about Jay Z, which is damn near a genre in and of itself. Mr. You know, Mr. Morale yeah. is kind of like, like a that. therapy I think, session for Kendrick himself. I think Mr. Morale is a little bit more uh, like theatrical. Yes. Yeah. Bitch, I think, you ugly fuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. I think this is a little bit more theatrical. It's mm. a little bit more of like a production and a story that isn't so real. Whereas yeah. these feel like, it's literally like, their story. like an autobiography, yeah. right? Like if these were books, they yeah. would, it would be in a different section than Mr. Morale and the Big yeah. Steppers, even if reading them is a similar experience. Is, is, is yeah. Mr. Morale basically like, the idea of a feeling as opposed to actually feeling those feelings kind of in no. that way? No. No, I just think, I, I think like fiction is just like a heavy, it is just a f- extremely useful tool. Yeah. Especially because like, as, well, I don't know about Michael, but Michael gets some, some very dark places. Right. Yeah. But I think like, especially like if you're going to be telling stories like Mother Eye Sober and Aunt, like, uh, auntie diaries yeah right like having fiction as like a literary too. device yeah. is yeah. very useful totally. right yeah. and it also just lends itself you know whereas like if you're making a song like jenny's terrific vacation mm-hmm. uh you know or bass jam like, i like that song yeah yeah no i love that song right yeah but i think like that song is like it's about like a first-hand ex- experience with gentrification yep mm-hmm. right so it's not something that can be so fictionalized True. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so bass jam, <clears throat> unexpected song, absolutely something I didn't think I'd hear this year. Mm. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Um. What I'll do that I'll stay kind of in the same lane. I'm gonna go with Celibate by Danny Rome. I love the song Celibate. Celibate. Yeah. The way he plays the, with yeah. the words. Yeah. That was my standout yeah. track from that album. It yeah. was really really Celibate good. Celibate was also Celibate. a great song. <clears throat> I used to Celibate. <laughs> like it, it's yeah. just such a good song. So I've lost count. Is this now for me? Number six, or um, yes. what are we at? We're at the halfway point. Yeah, we're at the halfway so point. Six. So, you'll be yeah. six. so yeah, this is I've done five, so mm-hmm. you should be on okay. your six. Yeah, all right. So, in that case, I'm gonna go, man. This is, yeah, it's tough because, like, I've got a list, but it's just, just going through it, it's like, what do I actually want to put on there? Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, tight now, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, man, I think I'm gonna have to go just like into the album that I, I like so much from this year. I'm going to go telekinesis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Telekinesis goes hard. And yeah, I mean everything about it, it's long, but it keeps you, it keeps you locked in the entire time, you know, like future is better. Future comes in and out multiple times. That's great. Mm. But yeah, for me, this is 
SZA is one of the tied features of the year. 100%. Yeah. I like that. I, I agree. I think SZA on telekinesis is a feature of the year. It's just like such a fucking explosion. Yeah. <laughs> it was a and good like, track and then it became a great yeah, track. I remember really when I, I, yeah. one of my favorite musical moments of this year was showing that to Rachel. Yeah. And like, she's like three, because it's a long track. It, it it's is like a five, long track. It's like it makes five and you a half, earn that. Six and a half, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good track all yeah, around, yeah. right? Yeah. But like, I think like the beginning is a little meandering, right? And you like, do have to get to, remember, through the track. Like, I remember, but like, she looked, turned to me because we were playing games, right? Your and eyes like, she open. just turns to me like, but three minutes in, like an easy minute before SZA comes in, she's like, this is a really pretty song, like with Future and Travis. Yeah. And I'm like, just wait. And then SZA happens and she goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like. Yeah. It's, so it was it's, a moment. Yeah. It's yeah. five minutes and 53 seconds. Sheesh. Yeah. Which, yeah. so I will say, I will say, right? The end of the album, you start to get some of those longer songs. Yeah. Schizo is 606. <laughs> yeah, it's one yeah. of the long ones. And then you get like a bunch of sh- slightly shorter things. And the fact that this follows K-pop is just such a turnaround. Yeah. K-pop was a weird. They could have left that out, <laughs> and it would have yeah. been it fine. Just, it was a weird. Moment. It was for streaming, but I'm not. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll get to my take on K-pop yeah. in a minute because, yeah. like, I most I mostly agree with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mostly agree. Uh, all right. So is that yeah. okay? Yeah. So my next one. This is gonna be a controversial pick, especially like in the corners you and me exist in. Okay. Uh, but I'm picking Costas. From oh uh, yeah, and then you pray for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why would the, you say controversial? Well, because I like it because I see it as like the end of like a story arc. Because okay. this is what it's West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, and Benny the Butcher, the three figureheads of Griselda. And the song together. Yeah. And it's they're on this more trap influenced beat that sounds like a lot more like the music that they were competing against. Mm-hmm. As Griselda broke through like the dominant trap sound, so then to see these three artists jump on a beat like that and still and then just like steal the thunder, right? Like yeah, no, like I don't think anyone could like anyone could do that. Like, could you take the Migos and throw them on a Alchemist (laughs) beat and have them do that good? Top of the AM. (laughs) So that that's actually, man, that's something I was gonna get into later. Yeah. Um. The Alchemist is having an insane year, and like hearing oh, yeah. so many different artists work on those type of beats now, it, I honestly think it's because of people that bring influence, like Griselda. So yeah, I like that. It just it, the bars in it are absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think West Side Guns has like a very like unorthodox delivery style that because trap is so regimented yeah it like doesn't always work i think it works amazing here i have been saying you ain't been to jail once <laughs> ever since the it's a bar it is a jail it is a bar like top of the am on uh what is it it's like top of the am i'm cooking a batch again rapping and thinking about trafficking what the fuck like, <laughs> is, that that? <laughs> is that allowed is that allowed who does that just to show you that if you're a Trump supporter and still good, I'll listen to you. <laughs> Damn. But Shot, yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. It's okay. No, Benny, no. I respect you and like you. It's okay. Yes. You yeah. Vote true. for who you want. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck I, that guy. But I, vote for who you I want. I was talking the fall off of Kanye, but that works too. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck All Kanye. the above. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, Costas. Okay. But, That's a good one. Um, I'm surprised you have, I feel like you're going to say it later. Um, 2004, Mick Jenkins. An yeah. absolute banger of a song. Yeah. That album is very high on my list for me this yeah. year. And like that, 
there's the way he plays or like the words and the lyrics that whole album wrapped up in 2004 and it just feels so Chicago it does it feels so Chicago it hits it has that bass drum man that I cannot wait till we see him I cannot wait <laughs> I'm pulling mask up before the fucking virus <laughs> it's just so man. hard it's yeah. just so, so hard dude I yeah like you're gonna have to scream the chorus you're, you're gonna have to scream the chorus <laughs> Okay. But yeah, no, 2004. I'll, I'll say, yeah, like, th- to me, I think there are there are songs that are on that album that I think are more technically impressive on mm-hmm. a lyrical level. But that one's fun. But, yeah, it's just I think every song on that project is fun. But yes, no, that song is as lyrical and yeah. the most fun, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, you think about, like, Roy G. Biv, yep. which has, like, this, yeah. ins- which is it still, like, Wapanese. a Wapanese. I keep mopping these flows. Like, Bro. <laughs> I just keep so mopping these flows. Like, I'm going to be oh at home God. just mopping these flows. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So we're going to get it. We're, got, we're into the top three now, right? Yes. So, top four. Or Oh, yeah, it is top four. Yeah, you got four more. Okay. So in that case, one that sits just outside of my top four or top three, <clears> that's not, it's actually not a hip hop song. It's Horizon, which is the on the Japan CD of Daft Punk. Really? Uh, okay. The ten year anniversary of um, Random Access Memories had Was a bunch this of the drumless. No, no. Okay. So drumless came out re- just recently, but it's literally just cuts of everything without drums. Okay. But the ten year anniversary of Random Access Memories that came out in like May, mm-hmm. I guess, is basically almost identical in the structuring to the way Tyler put out the um, estate sale. So okay. it's like the original album, and then it's a bunch of tracks that didn't make the cut. Horizon came out on the Japan version in 2013, but never in the U.S. until now. Okay. So it's like it's around, but not really. Yeah. And the it's official it's, releases this year. Or yeah. Last year. Fully instrumental, and it's beautiful. It's it's just like they they can do so much with so little with no words. It's mm. it's insane. So that's definitely top four for me. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so for my fourth one, this is an audible. I'm calling. Okay. Uh, because it was originally Johnny Dang. Okay. But. After thinking about it, after you said it, yeah. there's another song off that same project I <clears> want to <throat> listen to because I think it is genuinely the most interesting song released in hip hop this year. Mm-hmm. I think like it is kind of doing the things that Tizo like is trying to do, and that's Barrio. Oh I, yeah. yeah, yeah. The song that really brings in a lot of sounds from Mexico. It's good. A lot of songs of Mexican culture. A lot of like flows switching from like Spanish to English, as well as an amazing guest verse completely in Spanish by the late Lefty. Okay. You know, he passed this year. You know, being like one of the you know most prominent rappers out of Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. So I think it is an incredible hook. I think like I remember the other day you made a not unfair comparison. To me- that Mexican OT and the baby, the vo- vocally they just they not the style, On but the they verse, sound very yeah. similar. Yeah, but I think this is the song that like just proves that there's more there because totally. that mm-hmm. hook, it's good. Yeah, in the and like yeah. just like growing up because like, I'm from Melrose Park, which has mm-hmm. a lot of like Latin people, and I'm yeah. Cuban, so like we always call shit the barrio. Yeah, so like this has been like that was just a a, nice a moment. stellar moment. Mm-hmm. It was. It was nice to see like this inclusion of that community in hip hop. And I think it's just a stellar song, you know? Yeah. It kind of 
to me, it was a song that the first time I heard it, I was like, what is this? Like, do I like this? No. But then it's just, it's the, it's the, the, you're the just, soundtrack. You're in the barrio. You know? Like, dude, if I, I'm like in my car, I'm like, what do I want to put on? I'm going to put on this barrio song. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, no, it was that, that was my song of the summer. Oh. It's like Hot Summer Days, this song. So, I like that. Yeah, no. I feel like there's been a certain, obviously they're in different lanes, but like, uh, Peso Pluma's been blowing up. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's been a nice surge. Yeah. Of Latino influence. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And especially because, like, Latin music, like, uh, reggaeton and, mm. like, uh, Afrobeat, which is obviously much different, but they have very similar musical stylings right. and dubbing. Uh, like, that stuff's all great. But to see it in, like, hip hop proper, mm. I think is very cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. Um,. I'm going to get my one non-rap song out the way. Um, I'm going to do Let Me Go by Daniel Caesar. Um, Yeah. I forced you all to listen to Daniel Caesar. No, it was good. It was good. Yeah, Yeah, we like Daniel Caesar. But uh, Blonde Light. absolutely love it. (laughs) Blonde Light. um, Blonder. Basically. (laughs) Honestly, I think this was a leading single. And to see, going from just like seeing a snippet on his Instagram to actually seeing it flow within the whole album. And I, I love the album in general. Absolutely phenomenal song. I think it's one of the better songs off the album, which is very difficult for me to say. So uh, that's be my uh, recommendation. I got one word for both of you. Okay, here's the top three. What are you going to say? Are you going to say Fiend? Oh, my God. Fiend. <laughs> I'm so excited, you know what, guys. <laughs> I'm so excited. Fine, I'll allow it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a. I'm gonna make a statement here, all right? The song is silly. It's fun, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But this is the new Father Stretch My Hands. Mm. It's a, no, it's a very good song. When you think about what people play at live shows to like amp up a crowd, it used to be Father Stretch My Hands. I think this is going to be the new that. I don't. I don't doubt that. I like Fiend a lot. I think what's on the plate is very good. Yeah. It's just one. It's very hard. It's very hard for me to like celebrate that song when I know there's a better version of it out there. That is also yeah. true. Yeah. That's That's like when I just know for a fact, right? The vinyl there's version. And then, yeah. Like yeah. when I just yeah. know that there's a better version because like there's no I think Travis's voice goes hard. Yeah. I, or his verse, I think, is legitimately very good. Mm-hmm. This is the only Playboy Cardi part that I don't skip. Mm-hmm. Like it is... But like just hearing it with that Sheck West verse, I think it a, should have been included. I think a second Travis verse would have been fine, mm, right? Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. it just feels underbaked, right? And it's like it's like with food, right? When you underbake something, it's worse when the when the product is good mm. and just not finished, yeah. you know. And it yeah. feels like oh, I actually made something good and then fucked it up by not leaving it in the oven too long. Luckily, I have the Shark West version in there. So. Yeah, yeah. And like the thing is, the way I was thinking about it, because I completely agree with you, it, it is hard to put Fiend in there without Shark West. But I feel like in this, I think it's just like a good thing. But I feel like Travis was trying to push that TikTok song because it is the TikTok song. So it functions better as yeah. a shorter song. But you're right. Shaq yeah. West's verse would have made it so much better. Yeah, no. It, it, it To me, it just needed like a third verse. Like mm-hmm. it just needed, like we always talk about, especially like, no offense, you. Like you're like, oh, it's like, oh, it's production. It's about the beat. It's about the music. But I think to have like that incredible beat yeah. only play for two and a half minutes it's a bit is, of a, like, yeah. a, is a disservice to it. Yeah. And then he plays uh, it, it 10 it, times. It's literally a disservice to. Yeah, but the thing is like, 99% of Travis Scott fans aren't going to be able to see it live. 
99% really? I would say it. Not be able to see it live? Yeah. That's interesting. I'm, I'm so curious now what the what the breakdown looks like. I'm just saying 99% yeah, 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 of like gotcha. any fans, especially in a global music totally. world. Totally. Gro- globally. Saying globally you know, sure, it, it, sure. Travis Scott probably has a billion fans in India. You know, <laughs> yeah. like. It's yeah. like, oh, world world tour. And you go to like, you know. <laughs> yeah, you America, go to. 20 three, cities. 20 Europe, cities in South America. And you the go rich to South, Asian cities. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to like Shanghai yeah. and Beijing and then Johannesburg. Yeah. And then and you it, call it a day. And if you're Vic Mensa, you'll go to Africa. Right, yeah, yeah, But yeah, no, so. To me, like I, I think "Fiend's" a great song. I listen to it all the time. I, I do really like it. Yeah, it's just the knowing, right? Yeah, yeah totally. The, the knowing, and then it's also like what made the decision. Imagine what's salt in my mouth a little bit, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a good track and one I'm excited to see live. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see that live because DJs have been playing it live all yeah. year so yeah. far, like all summer. They played it at the United Center for the Bulls games. Yeah, and it's just like man, just. I, I want to I, I wanna yeah. see the stand shake, all right? Yeah. I already know, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go crazy. Okay, this next one was impossible for me because there's so many songs off this album that could be on this list. Okay. Uh, but... <laughs> <I> take mine. <laughs> the opener does it for me. This is Down by Law off the okay. Bible. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of... there's. Uh, don't Let the Devil In, which is basically a Run the Jewel song and it, has the beat of the year. Totally. Uh, you know, there's High and Holy, there's Shed Tears, which... I'm going to get into yeah, very soon. <laughs> but I just think that opening down by law yeah. and just like uh, like just the bravado Killer Mike brings to it, the mm. short but incredible sentiment that CeeLo Green does. It feels Atlanta. It is the perfect opening for that. Yeah. And it is also like the perfect, like, this is not a Run the Jewels project surprise bitches yeah this yeah. is like the perfect like you know Purvis puts on this track and within 30 seconds he's no he's not listening to run the yeah. two. yeah exactly know? uh so yeah no down by law gotta be up there there was a lot of songs off that album there's a lot scientists and engineers you know like yeah. a lot of songs but this was the one i went with good old landlord mike yeah, yeah. that's our boy <laughs> um since you've already brought him up yeah it, it was gonna be my number one song and i was just say it right now it is shed tears shed tears that song is so incredibly hard like yeah absolutely phenomenal so i was grocery shopping and like just hearing like the verse on it and how he's like he went back to like his gospel roots with his family and all this other stuff like it, it's a hard song and the singing just it hit me i'm not yeah no the gospel arrangements on it shed hit, tears like me. Just like, and, and the thing I like about Mike is that he's just like very direct. Like he's mm-hmm. like, he, honestly like in a way that reminds me of Pusha T. You know, I shed tears mm-hmm. every morning in the bathroom mirror, face to face with fate, had to face my fears. It was me. Right. Like you know, like that's like that's simple real. words <laughs> in front of your face. Yeah. Right. And far from the realest thing on that album. Definitely one of the better yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah. But like he touches know, some pretty serious. Yeah, you know, you so, get the slummer, yeah. you get the motherless, like you get some real serious topics. Totally. Right, right, right. You yeah. know, I think even high and holy, it's not a serious topic, but I think he brings Still, like a very yeah. but I think he approaches it very seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, like how the, his connection to a substance inc- increases his connection <clears throat> to his faith. Absolutely. You know. Uh but yeah, no. So was that your actual pick? That yeah, it was gonna be my number one, believe it or not. Shed tears, like 
it's gonna be hard to explain because like, you're from the the church. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> the, there's a whole part of like a gospel break that like I can't explain in words. Like, you just kind of feel it. I feel that. So, hey, my we, number we, one we, has we, gospel we, in it. We saw it happen at Chance, my guy. Like, yeah, we saw. <laughs> Isaac and I were probably yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna say Travis is gonna pull out a fucking organ and you're gonna just ball. <laughs> it's like this is the God fiend version. <laughs> I just fucking start flying over there. Praise, praise, praise. It's that video of the guy just like floating in the suburbs. <laughs> just literally just start floating away like this. Praise, God. praise. Lights open up from the top mm. United Center. Or like when No Child Left Behind starts playing at full volume. <laughs> yes. Man. Yeah. We just all start wearing all white. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a... Can you imagine just going to go, going to Utopia and wearing all white like the three of us? <laughs> Can we do that, please? No, I think like, now that you said it, I want to do it. Yeah. I have the all white forces, the I Utopia do. forces. All right, I guess I we're wearing wear all white. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> we're all wearing white. Listen up, White Patrick. Yeah, yeah listen up. <laughs> we're gonna do something very unflattering to your skin tone in pictures. Like. Facts. I'm gonna look so pink. It's gonna be great. Oh my god. Um. God, I look like a like a barbecued pig. <laughs> um, number two, <clears throat> another non-rap song, but one I haven't been able to get out of my head all year. One that I've talked about, I've told you both about. Infinity repeating. Mm-hmm. Twenty thirteen, yeah. Daft Punk again. Julian Casablanca singing. This is was the unsung Julian Casablanca's feature for the entire project because the one that everybody knows is. Um, Words escape me. I forget what the fuck it's called. But the the Julian Casablanca song that's like the third or fourth song on uh on Ray Max's Memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is like more laid back than that. It's just it's got a great video. The rollout was just super solid. It was one of the singles for the new project, and it's just strong. Everything yeah. about it, animation for the video, and like the way that it progresses, the message that it has, and then also just. The fact that it's like a demo that was recorded in 2013 and sounds like more fleshed out than many artists have like full songs that sound. Did they uh, re-record it? No, I don't think so. I think it's just an original version because it was over 10 years ago. I don't know how you get, like if you want to get the strokes to be like, all right, come on back and just like (laughs) do this thing for us real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And it's after the, after Daft Punk has already broken up too because they broke up in 2021. So this Mm. is just like, they're putting out old content. Yeah. Super impressive. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my next one is 2004. Yeah. I'm still low key as fuck, dude. What the fuck? (laughs) Song goes so hard. Song goes so hard. It's a classic. I knew you were gonna say it eventually. Yeah. No, it's a classic. It is (laughs) like it is probably like the next one is my number one. This Mm. is probably the only other one that's like in order. This is probably my solid number two. You know. I'm very excited yeah. to scream that at the concert. Yeah, t- 2004, 100%. I'm done with that. Okay. <laughs> um, man, we were coming to like the last one. Um, I mean, you guys already know my number one, so I guess I'm just out of order. I'm going to go ahead and say Kitchen Lights. Kitchen Lights, West Side that Gun. That was a good one. I almost is, did that. It is yeah. peak West Side Gun, bringing in that, yeah. Yeah. that dirty sound, but still sound elegant. It's the most beautiful beat. Ever. It's like, like it's obscene. It is obscene how beautiful. I get credit. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I, I was. I'm pretty sure. I was Kitchen lights. Like, Soap got <laughs> cooks, dude. I want Soap got cooks to sing at my I'm wedding. The, like the money looks different under the kitchen lights. It does look different. Say. Yeah. Um. Man, 
that just reminded me of something so funny. That that project has Stuff God Cooks on it like so many times, it's, right? It's so just needs times. his own. Project. Have you all have you all seen the like Jimmy Neutron movie? Yeah. <laughs> Shane, this is the fourteenth time you've brought Ultra Lord to show and tell. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. West Side, this is the thirteenth time we've heard Still God Cooks on this album. Just give him an album. <laughs> Literally. Give me two more, please. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. But yeah, definitely yeah. catching likes. I like I'm pretty sure I sent you a TikTok. Someone was at like Vatican City or something, just like yeah. playing it in there. He sent it to my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to both of you. And she laughed. She did. Yeah, <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah. Oh my God. If I ever go to the Vatican, I don't even know if she listens to Griselda. I was just like, she does. Okay. Oh, she does. She likes it a lot. She's yeah. like, that is the music you've introduced me to that I really like. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Yeah. Uh, Number one pick. Yeah. I assume you. Time. I assume you both know this. Modern Jam. Yeah. yeah. Kind of All day, every day. Yeah. yeah. Modern Jam's a great song. Other other tied feature of the year. Tease a touchdown. Yeah. Doing his thing. Sounding like two different features rolled into one. Literally. And simple old school kind of 80, yeah. 80s style rap flow on top of like just the fattest beat. <laughs> I, I like it because it, it, it really like rides the beat. It kind of sounds like very old school hip hop. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also like a dingy Berlin nightclub yes, at the same time. Exactly. And then like you have Travis like actually like rapping yes. on it, yeah. like doing a very good job rapping. And then yeah. you have Tizo who kind of puts it into that more nightclub-y oh, tear, down, almost sounding like the talking head. Totally. Something we've talked about. I gotta be honest. I think modern jabs an awesome song. Mm-hmm. I think there's one thing, not so it's not the same thing as fiend where I think, Oh, it needs another part. I think yeah. modern jam is complete and not half baked. As a song, yeah. I would love a feature from like an, an old school, artist God, like, like cool, old yeah. school new york artist grandmaster flash where are you at <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah can you imagine <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like because like i'm a, a i'm a joke and like a parody of who i am as a person obviously because <laughs> it sounds like a weird 80s boom bap thing i think yeah. weird 80s boom bap i'm like get lp on this right now uh, <laughs> yeah. i be, want it now that'd be so cool like, that would what like does that, it what be? does that look like yeah, yeah. exactly I want and, to know. It, and it would fit perfectly i yeah. think especially if you listen to his solo stuff but yeah, yeah. modern jam is a great song yeah, so i think very worthy yeah. of a one number one no, no question it's got it's got everything i like it's travis yeah. it's, 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 it's crazy new, yeah. new feature from an artist who's unproven but has cool stuff out yeah. and it's one half of Daft Punk. Yeah. No, come all on. Guys. All you need is Kate Cuddy, and you would just melt. <laughs> just, <Yeah. laughs> just humming in the background at the end. Oh, yeah. under Start Tizo. melting now. Yeah. All right. Uh, What's yours? Uh, my number one is uh, one of the best songs I've heard in years. Uh, it's "God Loves You" with Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia off "Scaring the Hose." That wow, okay. gospel flip from "Scaring okay. the Hose." Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Purvis, is this not the meme I sent you on Twitter like a couple days ago? Yes. The Brandon Lorme. Yeah. yeah. No. This, oh, yeah. Oh, if you, I have not talked about it a lot. Yeah. Scaring the Hose is about to come up. You, I, I know. Yeah, well, I was just waiting just, for it. So I, in my review, yeah, no, I yeah. I have no idea what plane of reality you guys were on when you listened <laughs> to that great. album. It was fucking incredible. <laughs> what are you talking about? So I'm just going to say real quick. So, so just for, for, for some context. Before you left Twitter, the three of us had a group chat. Since then, it has become a group chat that is just me and Purvis. Brandon Lord. <laughs> for, for whatever reason, it doesn't do like the. It doesn't show anymore as like just a regular DM. It's still yeah. like a group, but it's yeah, just yeah. the two of us. And I found this meme that was like, with the way people do like three pictures in like the four picture carousel on Twitter. <laughs> someone said, 
none of you are ready for this conversation yet. And it was a picture of the Scary in the Hose album cover, the greater than sign, and then my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I don't know about that. <laughs> I sent it to I sent it to Purvis. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I just said Brandon Lore. Yeah. No, Scary in the Hose is incredible. It's a I know. Yeah, you, it's fantastic. It's very it's, but like I gotta point out though that I put this on for the Drake pregame and you were like, What the fuck is this? This is incredible. <laughs> like this is scaring the hose. Like I mean, don't get me I've I've listened to Scaring the Hose. It's just it's, it's not for me to I need to re listen to it. I I raw dogged that bitch first thing in the yeah, morning. Yeah, first thing yeah, he was scared, not ready. I didn't know what the hose was meant to you be listened to at two AM off too much Robotussin. I didn't You're know. You're not what supposed it, to listen to it on a run in the morning. Right. I I was prepared. You're going to work and I'm like, Jasper, this is not the moment. I, I didn't know what it was. I was, I was like, scaring what? the hose at work all the time. Like it's like it's not the same. It's the, it's like what are you listening to? It's like Step a Pig, <laughs> and the hose were scared. Stop scaring the hose. <laughs> Play that shit and touch your toes. But yeah, no, easily my. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is not a lyric. Yes, it, it is. is. It is. It is. Even I remember that. And yeah. I don't, I, scaring, yeah. The, uh, scaring the hose, the title track, it was never going to be anything other than God Loves You because the second I heard, the first time I heard Scaring the Hose, I stopped listening to it and listened to this song like 20 times. <laughs> like, it is my theme. Like, <laughs> you bust in a room instead of like, instead of like Smash Mouth, like somebody wants to that. <laughs> it's like, turn me up. <laughs> you cannot tell me that that sample is not the hardest sample clip of all. Years. It's a pretty good sample. Yeah. I'm sorry. So yeah, no, <laughs> God loves you, Danny Brown, and also such a dynamic range from Quaranta. It, it is. Yeah. <coughs> okay. <clears throat> I already said my number one, so I'll just say my number two. Um, I know by Travis Scott. I think it is the best song on the album. It's yeah. just in my personal opinion, and as Travis Scott is probably one of my most streamed artists like ever. I can confidently, at least for myself, I can put I Know as a top 10 Travis Scott song, which is like saying a lot considering how much I like his music. And I, I just love the song. No. I think it flows perfectly. I have a question for you. Okay. Is I Know the 90210 of this album? I, I is the vibe it. Is it, the vibe is there? Possibly. Because at least for me, like, I don't know. I've... I've, I've said this before and it's really hard to explain unless like you just listen to a ton of Travis Scott like songs mm -hmm. but there is a certain like sound that he can make that's pretty familiar like 90210 um Maria I'm Drunk uh I know exactly what you're talking about Drugs You Should Try like it's just they're all fit in a certain bubble and I know I'm just it's like, geeking out it's on like Travis the Scott lyrics here. aren't introspective but somehow the music is right it, and are you excited to watch him do it live and destroy all the nuance oh, absolutely because <laughs> he's gonna be like it's 5am yes. and I'm drunk as fuck yes I, literally <laughs> I'm gonna push through it and I don't care yeah. if I get any of those songs that I just mentioned it's it's just a certain in my opinion mean. it's yeah. the best version of Travis Scott and he doesn't do it super often yeah and so when I heard, I know, like immediately, I was like, Astro okay, this is one of them. Yeah. Astro Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's one of them for me. Um, <clears throat> it, Shed Tears was my number one, but I know is it's up there for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. That was our songs. <clears throat> yeah. It was a long conversation, <laughs> that, that, but it was a, a lot less overlap than I thought. Yeah. 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 I'm impressed. Pretty diverse. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, the next one is probably easier because. Yeah. Seeing as everyone knows my, because the next category is up and comers, yes. right? Seeing as artists. everyone knows my pick at this point, 
There is a lot of up and coming artists I want to shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why don't you go first, Purvis? Um, I don't know. It was tough for me because I was, I was trying to look for someone that was up and coming specific to last year. Um, there's tons of artists that I follow that are like new, but I wanted to see them like take their strides last year. And like, although it wasn't the strongest debut, I, I have to say Teasel for myself. I, yeah. Everything that he did is so promising and lines him up for a good career. He shows promise within. Um, how do you sleep at night? Yeah. That's what it's yeah. Um, it's a lot of promise there. Specifically, the R&B. If he can expand on the R&B, and I think we talked about this on the episode. Totally. I, I he, he can go places, in my opinion. And he, yeah. he's... I, I don't want to say co-sign because it's used very loosely. But, like, the fact that he has already worked with such big names, like, other people see the promise. So, yeah. I, I'm hoping he has a strong developing career. And all of his first steps was last year. So Yeah, no, pick. definitely. I agree with that. <clears throat> yeah, my he's my pick, too. Yeah, and yeah, it just makes sense. I mean, my honorable mention would be, like, man, I don't know. It's, it's tough because I saw... Um, this is like a much smaller scale, but I saw Matt Muse this year, mm-hmm. who's like local, and yeah. he's. I think he's destined for great things, but it's like too early to tell, you yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, somebody of that scale, Tizo's definitely there, and I did. I, he may not have been my pick up until I saw him like a couple weeks ago, because the presence that he brings on stage and like the the way in which he performs is so much of like. I, like I get it now, you know that mm. kind of thing. Like in terms of the style and yeah. what he actually brings to the table. Yeah, is he still opening for Travis? Yeah, so that's why. I, that's why oh, I saw that's him. Gonna be yeah. dope. Because 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 he, he was he, in town for the. Oh, oh yeah. is he going to be doing it Wednesday? I don't know. Okay, I don't know about okay, Wednesday, okay. but but that's why he was in town for for the lyrical show. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they scheduled it last minute because he was there prior to the show. He was actually filming a video somewhere. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was just like a big a big kind of last minute push. But I yeah, would like yeah. Him to super, be super solid. Yeah, me too. Yeah, just so we get that modern jam. Yeah. 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 So, like, my my pick, I, I have a few artists I want to run down. <clears throat> so, I've already talked about Fly On a Boss. They've yet to put out their, like, big project. They put, like, EPs and singles like, debut. out. Yeah. You know, and they, once again, they have, like, a roster of hits that I think are even deeper than much bigger stars, mm-hmm. you know? But they just haven't popped off in the way that the artists I'm about to bring up at. But I think they. Honestly, more than anyone else I'm going to name, even though they're super popular off that viral TikTok thing, I think like they have the biggest potential. I think even more than that Mexican OT and Tizo. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I, def- I definitely agree with you guys that Tizo's in that uh, conversation. Yeah. I think just because I have like such a love and lineage and like an active participation in rock music, which he brought a lot of mm-hmm. to yeah. How Do You Sleep at Night. Yeah. And like... I just don't think he was all the way there with it, right? No, like, yeah. When, yeah, when we'll I say, like, yeah, too, yeah. like For, I just don't, th- yeah, like I think like too easy is the best example. Yeah, where like it's just the most generic <laughs> AI like stadium rock, what's and the, then it transitions into what's the opening culture. track called again? Gonna do it anyway. That yeah. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that the one is, was like they asked me if I saw the new Spider-Man that movie. One, I said I hadn't had the time. <laughs> yeah, that so that first track, yeah, it's yeah. basically say it ain't so. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. It, the 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 parallels are there. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's but it's just nowhere yeah. near as interesting as his R and B stuff, and for you sure. can just kind of tell. Which yeah. is yeah. weird because I feel like at least for Tizo, 
all the snippets that he was putting out, I was hyped for. Like yeah. in that bubble, yeah. in that like five, ten second video on social media, I was like, "This slap." And, and then are, you hear the full song. And it's yeah. Like, and then I mean, there were songs I liked the whole thing. I liked the <clears throat> song with Janelle Monae. You mm-hmm. thought, yeah. yeah. I think that's something that that you mentioned that artists get better at as yeah. they get, you yeah. know. Yeah, definitely. Through. Look at look at like Travis snippets versus full songs from like 2015. Yeah. Like Rodeo is a classic, obviously. But those songs, in terms of like the refinement of like what makes a hit and what makes like a standalone single, mm-hmm. he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think of Highest in the Room as being like the perfect example of like this is everything that you need to be a hit song in like this amount of time. Right. Yeah. And he went from like five minute 3500 to like that. And just yeah. think about what Tizo's trajectory is going to look like as he refines himself as true. an artist. Yeah. That's right? true. Yeah. No, definitely. Which is good because he ha- he has that young influence because yeah. he's coming. Not saying Travis Scott is old, but like. The fact that Teezo's so young, he can connect to that generation I easier. Think, yeah. I think Teezo's older than Travis. Really? He's, yeah, Teezo's my age. That was a, yeah, no, he's my age. It, but he's that's like, the thing he's we several about. years older than both of you. Which and is that was another. That was another big mm-hmm. problem I Tizo, had with, the, pro- 31. with the project. With he something, doesn't act his age, yeah. and that's another issue. Yeah. I, with, especially <clears throat> in the rock and R&B lane, both of those genres, right? I'm definitely willing to like overlook like not incredible lyricism mm-hmm. right like you thought i think like it has like that that like structure where it's like you would have thought it was a racer the way she's speeding or something like it mm-hmm. repeats like that form a lot mm-hmm. and i think like that's like cool and fine uh, but i can look over like a cliche or something like if it sounds good but like the level of immaturity it is, is like something over. i can't yeah. get over. and i think yeah. that'll i think that'll improve yeah 100 percent. Yeah. i totally agree but yeah i just looked it up travis is actually one year older than okay, okay. yeah yeah but uh but yeah say, travis kind of getting up there travis is 32 Tizo is 31 yeah frank, which is bizarre frank oceans is going to be 40 soon uh, yeah. shut up i don't know but a few other artists i wanted to talk about other than yes, Tizo. Yes, i'm sorry uh fly on a boss obviously uh Joey Valance and Bray oh, put yeah. out uh, Punk Tactics this year. It's oh, a very throwback up, yeah. to like early '90s, like very BC Boys style, like mm-hmm. uh, like punky kind of hip hop. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, BLP Kosher, I thought had a very strong oh, yeah. debut. Yeah. I think you know he is going to have to beat those one trick pony allegations. Yes, but he can beat them. Uh, Puts in the and then group therapy. Group Therapy is a group. They put out their first project this year. Oh, I've been meaning uh, to listen to that. And it's fantastic. Uh, it's not my top ten. It's not my top five projects of the year. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Yeah. Uh, it's called I Was Mature for My Age, But I Was Still a Child. Yeah. Yeah. 100% them. <clears throat> so a really strong, and then yeah. obviously Tizo. Mm-hmm. So like obviously a really strong lineup like of lineup of like freshmen. Mm-hmm. But to me, I think that Mexican OT takes it and runs. I think that's why he's that Mexican. OT. Yeah, yeah right. I think Mexican. of all like, the OTs. Look, I'm not going to pretend <laughs> to be objective here. Like I, being someone from a certain culture, that's just not yeah. represented in a lot of like mainstream media, right? Like I think it's very cool that he's like doing it and like just doing it so loudly. Yeah, uh, there's nothing wrong. with And that, I think no. he's blowing up. And yeah, I also that do, shit hits. I also yeah. think like Lone Star Luchador just like on a critical level is a better put together album it is than, i mean uh how do you sleep at night even mm-hmm. even like, if it's just for how many moving parts it has it's like yeah. so intricate and to like even if it weren't executed well which it is yeah it would still be really impressive yeah. in that way and like Lone star luchador is still not on my top five yeah. for the year mm-hmm. uh 
but it's you know it has Ralph Barbosa, so like an up and coming comedian doing sketches. You know, yep. it almost like feels. This feels like very because it's not this good, but it almost feels like a college dropout kind of moment. You know, yeah. where like obviously I don't think it's that good. But yeah, like yeah. it's it's a it's, moment for it's him. a new sound. It's fully put together. It's a lot of moving parts. I think there's definitely an argument that like his music is a little samey. Yeah. But you could say that about literally lot of, all yeah. these young artists that we're talking yeah. about. Totally, yeah. You know, you could say it about Fiona. You could say it about Tizo. Tizo. Yeah. You could say it about BLP Kosher. Yeah. So I think there's like a lot of young artists <laughs> that I really like, and I think there are some that are escaping me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. Two for Tizo and one for that yeah. Mexican OT. Yeah. Okay. But I ain't mad at that at all. Um, the next one is going to be top Tough three artists. overall artists for the year. Now. I think we'll be best because we're going to do round robin for albums. Let's just say all three. Let's do it. Explain yeah. them in English. We're we doing our top because the top artist is the golden nugget. So yes. is it like not your golden nugget? Not the golden nugget. So don't include. Okay. Yeah. Um, do they have to be artists who released this year? Like if I think someone had a very good year this year for a very specific reason, but yeah. they did not release an album. I think if you have a good reason, yeah. Yeah. Can okay. I go first? I'm going to go with that too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my first one. Because uh, I'm gonna need a second to think about this, uh, is Jid. Okay. I think the way Jid, like I think the way Jid's music has been bubbling up organically on social media, like starting late trends after trend after trend a year, yeah, a wait. year and a half after yeah. the album didn't came out. Surround sound like come back. Yeah, yeah. surround sound yeah, came back, and I really That's do crazy. believe it's because of the ground game, right? Like yeah. this is I'm gonna pivot to like a very to politics for a second, but uh-huh. like. You actually win hearts and minds with like the ground game, and I think the fact that yeah. Jid has been touring yeah. like a motherfucker and like, like crazy, everyone has had an opportunity to see Jid. Everyone I know has seen Jid all over like, the world. You know, everywhere from Lala to the Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he popped up again other places, right? Like, I think as far as like an artist performance for the year, mm-hmm. I I got I got like Jid as one of them, even honestly. though he didn't release this year. Yeah, I like that honestly. Yeah, should we do all three? I'm, I'm going to need a moment to think okay. about the other three because <laughs> okay. I have my golden nugget winner, and I don't want to say it, and I don't want to allude to it. Understandable. I'm going to go the same route of somebody who didn't release, and before you all, you know, cry foul, I'm going to just say a lot has been done this year to lay groundwork for next year, and I think that's Kid Cudi. Okay. Yeah, we've had pretty strong singles. Not everything has been to write home about, but we've had you know Porsche Topless, which was a mm. bit of a moment. We've got other other things in the works. Insano is slated to come out middle of this coming month. The comics. The comics are coming. He's got multimedia rolling out. He's been in. He's got that Star Trek collab that just happened. Yeah, true. He launched Members of the Rage, which is like a fashion line that was available at Complex Con and some other things. He's been performing. He's been at festivals. He's been doing these little like small shows, or he's been doing his his you know yeah. sleeper songs or whatever. He has been active. You're I, right. I think he's 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 very much. <clears throat> He feels like somebody who has gotten the like the pop appeal of his career kind of out of the way and now he's working on the stuff he wants to work on and kind of mm-hmm. building himself as like more of like a multimedia like holistic. And I think he's been kind of doing that ever since the Scots. Yeah. Because the Scots had the whole Fortnite tie in and everything. And I, mean, I think that, that, that just I, naturally happens when you work with Travis. A hundred percent. And I think he's been like working on the brand cuddy as yeah. opposed to just like make good music, make man <laughs> on the moon four, like stuff like that. So I think that's kinda cool to see. I respect that. Okay. I like that. Do you have your other two? Uh, yeah. I mean, my other two are going to be Doja Cat just okay. because 
I mean, even if the album is so-so, I think it's done a lot for her in terms of her image, reputation, everything else, whether it's notoriety or it's actually because people like the content she's putting out. Mm -hmm. The music videos have all been stellar. The Demons video is really cool, very well done. Um, and the songs are solid. The hits are solid. All, all the songs that we talked about that we put on our lists, I like all of them. They're not necessarily always in the rotation, but whenever they come on, I'm like, yeah, this is a fucking jam, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um I was out at the mall the other day and Paint the Town Red came on over the speakers. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was like, that's sick. The fact that that's like in pop rotation right now in like yeah. the pop consciousness is very cool. Yeah, that is very cool. And I, honestly, I don't even know. Does it even need to be edited? I feel like. The... Bitch, I said oh, what okay. I said. Yeah. So, so the edited version yeah, says trick. Cars. Trick, okay. I said what I said. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I was going to say that's that's pretty radio friendly anyway. But yeah. 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 And the number one for me of like, not, not of the year, but. Not Golden Nugget, but mm -hmm. of these th of these three is Killer Mike. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, the, yeah. The album, the album is profound. Run the Jewels got shoes with Nike. That's crazy. Know. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> so do I. I have them upstairs. Yeah. And then yeah. um, and you'll then, see all their displayed in my in the new living room. You guys are gonna plots. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then you did the whole the whole tour thing where you saw yeah, you met them and like everything. Which yeah, is dope. so yeah. super cool. The fact yeah. that the outreach is there and like the community kind of focuses there is really yeah. great. And somebody. they've always yeah. been present. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I have my other two then. So like, I'm gonna have to second on Killer Mike. You yeah. know, I think the stuff he did with Run the Jewels and Michael, yeah. the way he was able to he walks link, the line, the way he was able to walk that line, yeah. I think was incredible, an incredible walkout. But the other one, it's an artist we talk about a lot, but mm -hmm. because he's a producer, I feel like maybe we don't bring him up as much. For the take, I'm talking about the Alchemist. You ah. literally took mine, bro. Yeah, I gotta yeah. take the Alchemist. Yeah. but dude, he put out Flying Solo. Yeah. He had the album with Larry bro. June. Yeah. he had Scary Hours. He had the uh, Voidir, which shitty release, but I really Still, did like yeah. the project. Yeah. Not in my top five, but yeah. So I have to say, uh, there's another artist. I'm sorry that I colonized your answer, but it's the alchemist. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. He's done damn near everything. The how I felt about Metro last year is how I feel about the, the alchemist. Yeah, I think I think Metro still deserves honorable this year yes. for the for the Red Bull concert. The Red Bull like, concert, Red Bull concert the, alone. No, Red, no, I think <laughs> and, the Red Bull concert and Spider Verse alone yeah. is definitely True. noteworthy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Two big things. Sure. I just think, like you know, in terms of putting music across. Getting music across yeah. the finish line, I would 100% say The Alchemist this yeah. year. I, and, like, I've been fucking with The Alchemist for a, while, a little yeah. bit now. And, like, you know. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. We kind of mentioned it earlier, and I didn't want to, like, spoil it. But The Alchemist was going to be, like, my surprise thing for the overall artist. Because I feel like what West Side Gun is doing with Griselda in introducing, like, trap into their music. And they're doing it successfully. Uh -huh. The Alchemist is doing the opposite. The Alchemist is getting people... Who've never done this boom bap sound, dirty, dark sounds, and just getting everyone to do it. Yeah. Like you, I would have never thought Drake dropping ADM in um, Charlotte. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the outcome. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's Conductor Williams. Okay. Conductor. Yeah. I think it's If the Shoe Fits is the yeah, outcome. Yeah. yeah. It's on the scary hours. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's that. And then I just had someone else and I forget. But he, he's been working with huge names. That's, that's the thing. And, he, and he's pushing that sound and. I'm not gonna say like other people aren't pushing it, but like I, I think he's a front runner. One hundred percent, I agree. Um, another one, even though scaring the hose wasn't for me, I had to give props to Danny Brown. Like yeah. that man, his range is ridiculous. The, yeah, the fact that you can drop two those two albums within the same year in such a different message and impact, 
and like on top of that, you got your streaming, you got your podcast, and like you're now an internet presence, and you're about to go to her. Yeah, he's doing it all. Yeah, he's, he's, they're also like I, I think like right now they're making Scary No Volume Two. Exactly my point. Yeah, so, like, and they dropped the bonus tracks. Right? Yeah, they, and they dropped, dropped the, the DLC bonus. pack. Yeah, so yeah, he he's been very active. Yeah, phenomenal year for him. Um, yeah. My last one, I've been saying it all year. I don't want to say it died down, but. It, I would say the media wasn't pushing it much at the end of the year. But Lil Yachty has had a fantastic Yeah, he's had a fantastic run this year. Like, from the start of the year, he's been dropping so many music and um, collaborations. He's been in several uh, music videos. He now, the Concrete Boys, he's been pushing everyone underneath his label. He he made a whole other sound that wasn't even, he didn't make a sound. But he worked a whole he popularized. different exactly. He popularized. whole different sound that wasn't even hip hop, and he's still in hip hop as a, I don't want to say like a leader, but a main person from last year. So I I think he I think you could call him a leader at this point, not necessarily musically, but definitely culturally. Yeah, culturally, yeah. yes. I yeah, think culturally definitely. he's out there. You have you seen the pictures of like I'm wearing silly hats all year, yes. and how like how that's gotten picked up is crazy. It's, it's like all the most, over social media. Yeah. It's the most innocuous thing, and it's just like all right, well I guess this is what people are vibing with right now. Nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, bet we are. We're, we're at the getting there. We're, we're getting there. Should we do our round robin albums real round quick? Robin. Do you so, want to kick us off first, my friend? Yes. Um, I, I'm pretty sure the first four you guys could guess very easily, but the yeah. fifth one, um, I was very late to listening to this album, but this has been like on nonstop of all of my like R and B forums and stuff that I keep up with, and when I update the news every week i try to like look into r&b stuff leon thomas Ooh. has dropped one of the best albums of this year yeah like the only reason he's not higher than five is because i didn't get to him soon enough to like yeah. really enjoy it yeah yeah every single song on that album has been phenomenal yeah. it has very big features in it and his singing is ridiculous it, i think having that background of like oh this is andre from victorious and like Seeing him grow as an artist and like develop, and like so many big names want to work with him now. The fact that he dropped his own project and having it be so successful, it it is a great album. That yeah, like uh, an album that was very close to my top five was, was La High. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, fuck, I'm forgetting who he is now. Uh, uh, Sampha. Yeah. Sampha's album. Yeah, yeah La High. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely feel that. But is that your five? That was my five. Electric right. Dust. Jasper, do you want to go? Or do you want me to go? I can, I can go. I, I feel like I, looking at the list, I have it pulled up. Just like the grid that's put together of all the different releases. Yeah. I'm like, damn, where the hell was I? Because I feel like I only listened to maybe like one <laughs> Utopia, <laughs> like, <Hey>. Utopia, a hundred <laughs> times. Slander, <laughs> libel. Nothing um, came out before Utopia. But but I'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and just put mine out there of the things that I did listen to on here. Um, just number five though. Number five, yeah. I'm gonna say pink tape. Okay, I'm just gonna That's put it there. No and I, the reason I'll the reason I'll put it there, there are many other options, but the reason I'll put it there is because the highs of that album, musically, instrumentally, and also just like, I guess in in terms of the production, for me, definitely outpace a lot of the lows. And okay. that's because I don't necessarily have the connection to something like original chop suey yeah. <laughs> or you know some of the later things and and some of the some of the not not i would i don't want to call them risks because they're not it's not new but some of the i guess the um the actions that were that were taken in the steps to creating some of these tracks 
mm-hmm. I'm not mad at. Like, yeah. I actually very much like the song Werewolf with Bring Me the Horizon. I think that's like a, an interesting way to incorporate. That's a good song. It's just yeah. not a hip hop song. No. no, right. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm saying like, but it, because it's in the album, it's like encompassed in the album. It's like, I think that some of those kind of choices of like mm-hmm. bringing those elements in are not, are something that I personally actually do appreciate in yeah. that way. So for me, that gets the number five spot. I think if you I admit did, that it's very flawed, but yeah, at the same yeah. time, I think there are just there are yeah. things about it, there are attributes that I yeah. appreciate. I mean, based off your explanation, if you have the ability to single out like certain tracks that you want, I'm not mad at that because yeah. like for all the dogs is nowhere near my top five. But the fact that I'm able to break down for all the dogs the songs I actually like, yeah. it's significantly higher than it yeah. originally was. Right. So like, I'm not upset with that. Yeah. yeah. And I keep coming back to some of it, so yeah. it is what it is. The Chop Suey cover just does it to me. I, I just can't. It's, you know, it's, it's just like because yeah. it's not just bad. It's like borderline disrespectful. <laughs> Let's say offensive. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. And like, you know, I guess a question for you would not a question, but like just like I bet if someone made something as disrespect, like as disrespectful of a cover of like a Daft Punk song, you probably would write off. Yeah. You know. Maybe I don't know. Daft Punk is an interesting choice just because that genre is so much more rooted in remixing. Sure, I think. sure. I'm there just is. like you just know, in general, System yeah. of the Down is just like that level of like an of, of like a band for me. Where like you know yeah. they're you they're, don't mess it up. they're like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. It, it's you know, oh, you do I'll it, give you, you the parallel. Yeah, I'll give you the parallel. It's G Easy doing Black Star. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it is G Easy doing Black yeah. Star to me. That's disrespect. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. it is like G Easy doing Black Star to me. But that, that's like aggressive trivializing of like the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I would say, you know, Chop Suey is a song about suicide in response to, you know, political oppression. Yeah. I think that's a very serious subject mm-hmm. and like deserved that, more than what yeah. Little Uzi Vert gave it. But yeah. and also, going I on, don't know if Little Uzi Vert can give the honor that it needs. Yeah. And also like Serge Tankian is like a... S tier vocalist in the history of humankind. So like the one, the one silver lining I'll say is that for younger people who don't listen, yeah, it could, like could get you gateway, to toxicity. A yeah, way to yeah, exactly. yeah, it could it's get like you to toxicity because yeah. you look it up on who sampled or yeah. Yeah. genius, and it's like, oh well, this is what this actually is. Here you go. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. True. Okay, so my first one, uh, my fifth, mm-hmm. I'm going with, and then you pray for me. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And then you pray for me. Uh, you know. Like Pink Tape, I don't think it's a perfect album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think it's a little long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. Stove God Cooks is there a lot, uh, but <laughs> but it bangs. <laughs> but Look but like the feet. But like, first off, there is an element of like, is he there a lot? Yes, I do like every feature though. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's solid. I mean, it's good. You know, like, it's, it's is, is Future there a lot on uh, <laughs> What a Time to Be Alive? I don't know. Like, Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and like, yeah, I do think it's a long in the tooth. I don't think it needed three songs in a row about threesomes. I think it, you know, I think, uh, but. A threesome of songs. Yeah. But I think as a follow-up to Pray for Paris and like an expansion of the ideas of Pray for Paris, mm-hmm. I really liked it. Uh, I think he brought in some of my favorite artists uh, working today, you know, with Denzel Curry on Ultra Jid. Griselda, Jid, uh, and obviously bringing in all the Griselda t- talent, mm-hmm. you know, Benny the Butcher Conway. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah definitely. I think there are, I, I think like the big critique of this is that I think it's a little bit kind of patched as an album. You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't feel as constructed as other albums I'll talk about. Have we seen him? Yeah. It's not as tightly sequenced. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
I like you that. know. Cool. All right. Um, go, going with number four. Uh, the Patience. My, uh, Mick Jenkins. The Patience. I'm serious. Wow, the so Patience. <sighs> I, I'll explain why. But The Patience, it, I, I absolutely love. The only flaw, in my opinion, to The Patience is that it's not long enough. And it doesn't have enough. There cost, is a genuine. okay. There is a genuine conversation to be had mm. about The Patience not being fully developed. Yeah. Like, I think, like, you can almost. Not as bad as Fiend, but almost the exact same thing. Where it's like, yeah, like maybe two thousand four could have used as another verse. Maybe maybe Roy G. Biv could have had a chorus. You know, like yeah, course. maybe he wasn't patient enough. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he uh, wasn't patient. Enough. But I think it delivers on its concept. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. In terms of what he gives us, the the lyrics, the the beats, the flows, everything comes together. It's so tightly packed. The only thing that could make it better is if it was longer, but like it would have to be meaningful things that he's adding, like a, a chorus that brings out some extra pop, some extra color to the song. Yeah, but that's the only thing. Yeah, I, I think that it's interesting because Mick Jenkins is such a like historically very Chicago yeah artist, right? And that doesn't come through in this, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it's very much. It's it's so kind of like personal and introspective that it, it, it fails to take into account the surroundings and it's just like, oh, this is like his story, mm. his takes, his feelings. Yeah. And I think that that's cool. But I think there were there could have been opportunity to weave in like I don't know, give Pivot Gang a feature or like something. That is right? true. Yeah. That is like true. like have something else in there to kind of position it in the landscape of like music, I guess. <laughs> See, I definitely saw like I think like two thousand four gets like kind of close to like the drilly yeah. sound. True, yeah. I, I think like there is like some a lot of like jazz and soul samples. I I agree that it doesn't read like immediately Chicago is like the coloring book. Yeah. Or even like some Smino work. You yeah. know, I I can agree with that for sure. But I, I don't know. Like I I definitely feel like that stuff reads very Chicago to me. Mm. Yeah. True. For me, it was like glimpses. I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Maybe I'm used to like the more overt like. Coloring book Chicago kind of is really puts face. it in your face. No. Yeah, that's totally. Okay, you're done. So yeah, I mean, it's funny because I was deciding between these two for my number four, but I'm gonna go and then you pray for me. Also, okay. yeah, just because like, like I don't know, I'm I'm on the fence <clears throat> about West Side Gun as a whole, like as an artist. I think that he has done a lot in being kind of the front man to shift sound like we've talked about a lot with, yeah. you know, the alchemist and everything else. I think that he also suffers from some of the pitfalls of other artists we've talked about. I think that like, even though the lyrics, like the bars are hard, right. But mm-hmm. I, I think that subject matter wise, there's also a little bit of like an immaturity there that maybe as time evolves, maybe I'm more like of the expectation now that rappers who are a little older become a little more, Introspective, thoughtful, yeah. introspective, yeah. whatever. But like, yeah, man, he, that, that's a good point, though. Yeah. I, I, I he's, yeah. he's like mid forties, and like, I get it, right? But it's it's the push a T complex of like, imagine what he could make if he weren't talking about X, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like curious where he goes from it, there. It's yeah. it's tough because I feel like Westside Gun, his imagery is so important in how he like shows himself off, and I think that's ingrained in the music. I yeah. couldn't imagine a Westside Gun. Like album not discussing what he normally discusses. Like, yeah, it, true. Yeah, I, I, but is that to his I'll detriment? I'll be open to see it. Yeah, right? yeah. I'll be open to see it, but it, it is tough because that, that's a great point. I was just talking about that when I was getting my haircut last time. I went to a new barber, and he was like, "Did you listen to um, Little Wayne and Two Chains album?" And oh, I, yeah. I was being honest yeah. with him. Like, too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I was like, I'm, I'm being, I was honest with him. I was like, I, I listened to it, but like, I kind of breezed through it. And he was like, I like, he was saying, I grew up with Lil Wayne. So I saw the development. I saw the mixtape era. I saw everything else. He was like, why is he still talking about like having sex with women? Like, yeah, you're yeah. getting older. No, like, that's totally fair. Give us another message or a better message. I should say yeah. that suits your 40, 50 year old lifestyle. I, I totally think that's fair. I don't hate that as a response. I do think. It depends, right? If you're talking about like the over the top sex stuff, yeah, I think that's totally fair. I think if you're talking about like the criminal lifestyle thing, once again, I think as a matter of personal taste, I think that's totally fair. Mm -hmm. I think there's something to be said where I think that is such a wide space and such a realistic and not realistic, but like real and impactful environment on the genre that it's a it, it is a subject similar to like politics. Okay. In that I don't think it's something you can that you can invest an entire career into and still be speaking to it, you know, compellingly. Yeah. I think that's why Pusha T does it so well, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, it's a very narrow focus, but it's a very wide. It's a wide you know, criminal un- enterprises means anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't hate that take. And I definitely agree with like on some levels a lot more intensely. Yeah. I just think. There is an element of like, eh, I kind of like what he's doing, though. I kind of mm. like that this feels... I, I agree. I yeah. kind of like that Griselda Records sounds like, you know, this is what hip-hop would sound like in the 2020s if Kanye never happens. You know, it completely yeah. changed the trajectory right. of the sounds. Musically, I think it's super interesting, and that's why I would put it at four. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's definitely... It, it brings things to the table that just other people simply aren't doing or aren't doing well enough yet. Like, yeah. it's, there have been how many... Hitlerers or Mezes to like get them to this point. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just that I think personally there may be some limitations that would keep it from being higher on my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. I'm going to get to this one first. Uh, four, I'm giving to Utopia. Okay. Uh, uh, I am a Travis skeptic, I would say. I would not say I'm a hater because I do love rodeo. I do like Astral World yeah. a lot. And I like a lot of songs off Birds in the Trap. Yeah. But I am just one who, like, I just do... One, I do not think his impact on the culture is wholly positive. I think it is actually mostly negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just very critical of him. Mm-hmm. And Utopia was the biggest step towards winning me over. Probably a bigger step towards winning me over than Rodeo, even though Rodeo is a better project. Okay. Right. So he kind of proved that he could actually experience. Yeah, and it was, and to me, the the thing I really I go back to Utopia, and I really appreciate is it's a really properly sequenced album. Mm-hmm. It feels like an album. You it know, does, it does. we're just talking about, and then you pray for me. Yeah. I think it is a bad case, not a bad case. Like it's not a Drake album, but as a case yeah. of a streaming sickness. Yep. Where it's just like it's bloated, it's long in the tooth. Uh, Whereas this is absolutely a corporate produced piece mm-hmm. of art that is pushed pretty relentlessly by the labels. I think this is a perfectly sequenced album yeah. where as long as it is, it does not feel repetitive. To mm-hmm. me, right. And it's, even like K-pop, which I agree is far and away the weakest song on the project and out of place really. And the lead. I did, but th- that's what I disagree with. Really? That is what I completely disagree with. I think like, I think Utopia needed that light, fluttery moment at that point in right before Telekinesis, which is a really I'm gonna look at the track list emotionally driven song. I think it needed that moment. I don't think K-pop is like the execution of that, 
But it's like when you're yeah. plotting out like a story for a movie, you and then it's like, oh, this has to be an action scene, or this has to be a comedy scene, mm-hmm. right? Right, like that decision to make that, to put that there, mm-hmm. is like one decision, and then how you execute that is another thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think K-pop was executed that well, but I think that decision yeah. is good. Is good. Is good because I think the album is sequenced very well. I think I think it has very good opening and closing tracks, specifically closing. Yeah. I think the way it, uh, the features kind of Magnolia, like much more like in the back half. Mm. And I also think Travis put himself front and center in this project, which is kind of deceptive when you look at the feature list. But yeah. I think you know. I, I think he made a lot of the improvement, and plus, mm-hmm. like lyrically, I think he did it, make a big. This it was a huge stride forward yeah. in lyricism. Maybe not stride because I think like a lot of the songs he's released <clears throat> since Astro World to here have you, you've seen like the hands highest in the room franchise franchise yeah, yeah. I think like they all have like significantly better lyricism than yeah. es- escape the plan escape plan escape plan mafia example. yeah one hundred percent I I totally agree so yeah it was kind of like the realization of that mm-hmm. right I think it is a long album and I think it's sequenced very well as an experience I just if I'm going back to it to just listen to songs. I'm listening to significantly less songs on the album than any of the other on the top five. Mm-hmm. You know, for me personally, you yeah. Because yeah. like I go back, I listen to Meltdown, I listen to Modern Jam, Fiend. I listen to Fiend, I listen to uh, Lost Forever, Lost Forever, and Telekinesis, yeah. and the last song. Till further notice. Till further notice. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Which it, to put that into perspective, though, that is a lot of the songs. That's, so that's saying a lot. But no. Once again, I'm not saying it's a bad yeah, yeah. album, no, but it, that I'm is like saying, though. I crunch nervous is like 33. percent It's yeah, like 30, yeah. which yeah. is like yeah, like that's a good chunk. It's a good chunk of songs, you know. Yeah. But like how many like schizo sirens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hyena, all those like they just kind of like. Skip them. I mean, you know, it's like to me, Utopia is very much like watching a movie. It's mm. like yeah, sure, maybe I just want to watch the you know the battle of whatever in the two hours. Helms Deep. Yeah, yeah. Helms Deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. I might not just want to watch like Helm's Deep. It's like highlight reel, but, like, but like a no, event. like yeah. realistically, when I'm doing that, I want to experience the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. like, I find yeah. a lot of time with Utopia, I just want to experience the whole thing. You that's know? that's how I listen to. Yeah, it too I would. Much. Yeah, I would say as like Utopia is probably the second easiest album for me to go back and listen to forward to back. Yeah, this year. Yeah, this year for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, that's my take on that. Cool. All right, we're getting to the third round. Um. It's interesting that you say, like, oh, that early for the patient. So, three and four, I keep flipping back and forth. The third one is West Side Gun. Um, and then you pray for I, I loved, and then you pray for me. And I do realize it is a little lengthy, but I feel like the way that I consume the album, this is probably most, probably the most album, I, or the album that I listened to the most this year, or last year, I should say. Um, it was just perfect for car rides. It, I was able, it was long enough to be split to drive downtown. And this is the second I have to drive back home. And so it kept me entertained enough. And we've said enough about West Side Gun, but it's a good album in general, but it is kind of long. But that's the only thing. It's the opposite of The Patience. The Patience is too short. West yeah. Side Gun is too long. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm on the exact opposite wavelength because I'm putting The Patience at three. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That and makes sense. It, We're just trading. Yeah. The first time I listened to it, I really didn't care for it. And mm-hmm. then I listened to it again. And then I listened to it again. And by the third listen, I was like, yeah, there's something here. Um, and it's easy to get through. <laughs> it is. It's easy to get through. That's what makes it for me. It's like, I love 
it's been a trend for me probably since Daytona or since you know that string of Wyoming produced projects came out yeah. of just like less definitely more, has the power more. to be more especially yeah. in the landscape of music that we're in right now absolutely streaming yeah. diseases everywhere yeah. look at like I don't know Destroy Lonely is like the perfect example going back to like what we were talking about 30 tracks each one's like a minute and 40 it's unbearable yeah, yeah and it, they all sound the same such an optimized you know yeah it's that's not it it's not the way to do it no. I mean put put your heart and soul into something short sweet and brevity and, is the soul of wit exactly yeah so so for me this this was up there I mean it's got all I don't want to say it has bells and whistles mm-hmm. but it definitely has the qualities of like a, a of really high quality or strong production that's just distilled yeah really okay. enjoyed it all I like right that. all right this one might be a bit of a shock okay. but at three i am putting michael okay yeah so what's your explanation well obviously killer mike probably is my favorite rapper of all time mm-hmm. you know i have a long history of loving killer mike ever Brand. since rap music right yeah so when i heard he was putting out i actually had very mixed feelings about when i heard he was putting out michael because first he put on an EP at the end of last year that had probably the worst three songs on the album. Mm-hmm. You know, it had the run song with Young Thug and Dave Chappelle, and it had another one. I think it had Motherless, which isn't bad, but it's just like it's that's heavy. It's a, such a heavy song, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But goddamn, Killer Mike's my favorite rapper of all time, <laughs> and like I think he really pulled out musicality you know i do think like a lot of times like we have conversations that kind of boil down to like a conversation of like lyricism and musicality being like opposing forces in this genre Mm -hmm. that is not true like that is a way we perceive it sometimes sure that is just a a false dichotomy Mm -hmm. right and i think killer mike is the perfect example of that because the way he was able to go back like deep into his southern roots deep into his gospel real deep (laughs) bring those forward and approach subjects like just so 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 harrowing as like he does on slumber like the realistic uh depictions of what happens when young love young love isn't as uh romanticized as like you would you might get like three to five songs like that a year or even if that yeah and even stuff that like i think is like a very serious look at things that are fun like Mm. the uh high and holy I think is like yeah it's like kind of like a silly thing about like oh how this guy uses marijuana to like go to church but like I think it is a substance that people have used for religious reasons for the majority of our history on this planet like I think having a serious song about it is worth it yes Uh, there's also the song about you know his past like selling drugs out of a college you know Mm. I forget the name it's the one with Ty Dollar Sign let me see yeah um or even but yeah, mom. obviously, like, a, an inextricable part of Killer Mike for me has been his positions on things, you know, like, yeah, he's always been a, a, an artist who, like, put his beliefs front and center, and that's why I liked him. Mm-hmm. And some of the beliefs he put front and center into this, I disagree with more than other ones, which is why it's probably not the easiest pick for number one in the history of the world for me. Yeah. But it is an album I love dearly, and it is an album I respect dearly. So whether or not, you know yeah there's some stuff in here that I cringe and I like grip my teeth through but there's also shit that like makes me beam and like remi- reminds me why I love this genre yeah. and like why I love these kinds of artists mm-hmm. so okay. yeah like Michael is an easy three for me okay I like that Yeah. plus I have a signed vinyl on my wall so that's pretty nice it does help <laughs> pretty, pretty, supplementary yeah, yeah. Nice in, little... in the shoe so it, it works <laughs> yeah okay um, on to two 
On to two. Your penultimate pick. To no one's surprise, I'm going to have an R&B in there. Um, Daniel Caesar, never enough. Yeah. I, I absolutely adore this album. And it's one of his best works, which is difficult for me to say about Daniel Caesar. I absolutely loved yeah. it. And it's a good balance it to good, take me away it from was, hip-hop. It was a good Yes, it was a good it, one. It's a it great year, yeah. album. His yeah. singing is top-notch. The topics are great. The skits put into it. The beat switches. Like, he put his whole effort into it. And you can... I love when you can tell an artist takes their time. Yeah. And I felt like he really took his time with this one. So that, yeah. that's my number two. Yeah. No, I think it's good. For me, I mean, I think it depends, like, the way you look at this project, but the estate sale. Okay. Because as a standalone, if we consider it what it is, it's eight tracks, it's long enough to be an album by itself, even though it is like this expansion. I think that these eight tracks stand out head and shoulders above a lot of albums that came out this year. Mm-hmm. No, I don't so, that so for me, that's like, that's going to be my number two pick. And what can I say about it that we haven't already said, you know, yeah, musically it's there. It feels like the refinement, uh, even though it's extras of the sound that's been cultivated with this kind of like most recent era of Tyler. And yeah, I've, I go back to it. I go back to songs on it regularly. So. Yeah. At this point, I am fully accepting the fact that like, if Tyler plays out something, it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah, it's getting to that. Point. Yeah. yeah, he just he doesn't miss really. Yeah. I mean, since or he often. hasn't since Sharon. Right. Yeah, exactly. Since he Igor. doesn't miss often. Since Igor, it's been that way. I mean, yeah. Flower Boy. Even I feel Flower like Boy, he, I think is a hit. Yeah. No, it's a hit, yeah. but I think that I think that like the full package deal of mm. like a Tyler album being yeah. like a certifiable quality thing, Igor yeah. was like the stepping stone into like full acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would Across, say like, they're all eights here, but you're right; it gets better over time. He's just yeah. gotten better. Yeah. All right, right. for my number two, uh, an album we've talked about a lot. I'm going with the Patience. Uh, You know, this was you said it was going to be high. I love the Patience. I I agree with the criticism that like there could be a lot of stuff. It could be more. Like Mm -hmm. there could be some songs that like could have used Roy G. Bit could have used a chorus. Sure, you know, Mop definitely could have used another verse. I think. Right, he's mopping the flows. He's, he just keeps <laughs> mopping these flows. But, but, brevity is the soul of wit. I think I, I will always take overly short versus overly long. And the other thing is that, while yes, I do think like there are like ways you could build this album out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't feel like the fiend problem to me, where it feels underbaked, where yeah. it feels like oh, like just one more verse would have made this like just like sold, right? So for me, I just the the. The criticisms of it being brief, I think, are valid, but just have never been a problem for me. Mm-hmm. I like that it's kind of like jazz, where it's kind of about like the shit you don't play. It reminds yes. me a lot of like jazz and poetry. It, I, I think it's a very refined, and I think it is a very mature album for a somewhat younger artist. Agreed. Right? Yeah. This album has the maturity you would find in like Michael or Four 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 or even Quaranta, mm-hmm. which was which was another honorable mention for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, without like the years of like jadedness around it, so I I think it really is like the perfect hip hop package yeah. of the year. You know, it was this damn near took number one for me. Like, I honestly I agree with everything yeah. you said. Yeah. You know, and and just the lyricism, right? Like Mick Jenkins puts lyrics front and center, you know, and the the run of features he had Benny the Butcher did, <clears throat> Vic Mensa, mm-hmm. was not the one. Like he has all my favorite artists on that. Yeah, 
Honestly, I feel like in what yeah. you said, like one thing you said was very important to me because I've mentioned it before. There, there's albums that I listen to for myself, and there's albums like you listen to like in a group setting. This is a hundred percent what you do for yourself. Like, yeah, you enjoy this for yourself. I mean, I don't know about that. Like, I went on a drive with Rachel. Like, I mean, we yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we I just can. put this on, yeah, and it was just like yeah. you know vibe to it. But yeah, no, it's a it's an incredible album. Mm -hmm. It yeah. really is. It, it was a surprise for this year. Oh okay. yeah. All right. All right. What's We're your number on to one? the final one. Um, what is your number one album? Of the I. It's do you want to say it in unison? Said, I, my reasoning might be different, but oh, I get you guys don't have to do the whole thing, but just say yeah. the album. Yeah. Are, we, are we gonna Super Saiyan right now? And like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna Super Saiyan. Um, just because I haven't said it, it's pretty obvious. My album of the year is Utopia, um, for several other reasons that we've already discussed. The most important thing for me was the bounce back. I was. It, I'm not gonna lie. I was very worried about Travis after Astroworld, and I did not think he was going to yeah. perform at this level. I'll put it that way. And yeah. it, it's nice. It, it was nice to see him actually be successful, and for Utopia, Utopia to build off his own style, but still be different enough. Where like yeah. I didn't feel like it was thrown away tracks. I don't feel like it was forced. It felt like he actually took his time, and like it, it's a good album. It's a complete album. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Um, I think that another another thing that it really has that's a strength. For me, it, it has, and this is going to be a weird parallel, but it has the kind of like blonde situation. Yeah. Where like once I start listening, mm -hmm. time becomes nonlinear. It's like yeah. suddenly I'm at the end of it and I don't remember having listened to the whole thing. Like there have been times I'll put it on when I'm like, sit, like I'm not sitting in here, but I'm like doing chores. Mm -hmm. I'll put it on. And then I'm like doing my thing. And then it's like, oh, wow this is already over. Like I just breeze through it again because it's so digestible. Yeah. And at the same time, it, it it's it's more musically challenging than some of his other, other work, but in a good, like a positive way where yeah. it brings in new sounds and it definitely has elements that are, you can attribute to like different settings, right? Where it's like a certain set of these songs work in a party setting. Mm. Plenty of them work in your own kind of like thoughtful introspective setting and everywhere in between. So it's like the IGN kind of like a little something for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, for me, it's, it, go, it goes down smooth. And at the same time is, is, is his most, I think, comprehensively different and detailed work in terms of like a full album. Mm. So, and, and, I can't wait to see the live experience that I comes am out of it too. Very excited for Wednesday. I am yeah. very excited. Hours away. For I will say the rollout too. The rollout was actually quite the solid. The billboards. That's going to be where we differ. Yeah, I think the rollout. Oh well, the the film was. I think the whole story. thing, and I don't think a lot of it was like Travis's fault, but like the pyramids. Oh, well, oh yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. there's been there's yeah, been some no, of that, but right. I mean I'm talking like, like the billboards and the print media. I think was really like intelligent. I just feel like that's a. Sliver. True. Yeah. yeah. I guess the billboards were like Everyone's very early. Yeah. yeah. I, so I think about that being like the first thing. I am yeah. very much like a we should just talk about the album when we talk mm -hmm. about the album. Yeah. Person. Sure. So for that with Utopia, mm -hmm. I'm willing to grant that grace. But like I do very much believe that. Like just like I thought the rollout. I was like it was not. I thought it was a disaster. I was I, like I this it a disaster. It was just it, it got people talking. For better, for, for better, for worse. So does, yeah. a, so does an assassination. I know. I like, know. So does canceling a concert. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, everyone was talking about hey, Travis. Rescheduling a concert, all right? Yeah, we're still okay. going. I don't, that's a... <laughs> we're still going. Whatever. Okay. We are still going. That's a, 
<laughs> we are still going. Yeah, I mean, I would I, I would say it'd be rescheduling if you gave us a week of notice. Yeah, not sure. four hours, touching. not yeah. day of. One hundred percent. Yeah, right, Brandon, tell us about scaring the hose. It's scaring the hose. <laughs> <laughs> no, that no. We're all very the, obvious. Yeah, no, scaring the hose is easily my number one. Yeah, uh, I, I went back. I re all these albums, along with Quaranta, uh, <clears throat> Punk Tactics, Lu mm -hmm. Lone Star Luchador, uh, Love Sick. All the big albums from this year I went back and re-listened to, but nothing to me like has as much life to it as Scaring the Hose. I think it's kind of interesting talking to you two about it mm. because I know you guys aren't into like the experimental side of it, which to me is very weird because like I'm not very into the experimental side of this either. Mm. And I think like one of the things I really like about Scaring the Hose is that it really pushes on the boundaries of like hip hop and experimental because I think this is an incredibly approachable experiment. Like if you're going to call it experimental, experimental yes. I think it's incredibly approachable. I fully agree with that. I think, yeah, it is a very approachable, easy to understand, lyric dense, like album. Yeah. Right. So you know I think I the like energy on it is insane. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think the, the fact that they just embraced like what they were, you know, JPEG and Danny, like being these artists that are known as like not being commercially viable. And then they say, fuck you. Yeah. We're going to make the weirdest, most out the box. Like, let's this make is uh, our thing. Yeah. And and they're I'm going to love I'm gonna it. Say, this is going to be my hot take for the episode, okay. right? Scaring the hose showing up on the Billboard 100 at all <laughs> is the biggest financial success is the biggest like yeah. success story in sales. Of any, it's literally called scaring the hose, and it's on the Billboard. Top <laughs> I think that's fair. I, know, I, I think that is way bigger than any like. I, little it's Uzi a broke take. the streak. I appreciate that. I think that he deserves his flowers. Yeah. I think th this going onto the Billboard yeah. 100, I think is a fucking her Herculean. I can't say the Herculean. word Herculean. Herculean task. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's make ADHD the music and yeah, make it, it commercially off, successful. Fuck you. Am I wrong, though? No, it is, I, no, it it is ADHD. Is. Every, yeah. every yeah. 10 seconds when you have a little ad-lib sound effect thrown in there. <laughs> it is. Like, but yeah. it's all on beat, though. That's the thing, it, right? It no, is I know. on beat. And like, on I, think, I think it very much opens. Okay, like, so it's ADHD when you're hyper-focusing on a task. Yeah. And... Uh, I think a lot of the bars on it work really well. I love how they just kind of just did their own thing. They did their version of a, of a gospel track. Yeah. Yeah. They did yeah. their version of like a pop song in Step a Pig. Yeah. They did their version of like the Watch the Tr Throne track with Berificent. True. They yeah. did a straight alternative hip hop track with Where You Get Your Coke From, right? It is maybe not as flawlessly sequenced as Utopia, mm -hmm. where like I can get to like the soul bad track on the album and be like, oh, I can see that this kind of thing needs to be here. Yeah, for you know? some for some reason. I don't know if it's that well sequenced, but it's a scaring the hose. Like it's not supposed to be. Like it's supposed to be like out of the box. Yes. You know, I and like I think uh Orange Juice Julius with Red Veil. I think Red Veil is awesome. I That's think a he dope is feature in general. clearly the th you know, if it went Danny Brown handing it off to JPEG Mafia. I think JPEG is going to be handing it off to Red Veil. Vale. Uh, I think the way they produced well, it. Interesting. That. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think the only thing that disappointed me about this album hmm. was that it has a song literally named Run the Jewels based on yeah, like, because yeah. like Danny Brown, Run the Jewels was on 
Danny Brown's last album mm. on the song produced by JPEG Mafia. Right, and then that song is just like the worst song on the project. Like, <laughs> How like you just the me? worst song on the project, uh, and they are not featured. Uh, so, but yeah, no, I thought this pushed against like the the con- like popular music, everything. Mm-hmm. I I also think it is like conceptually like airtight. You know, the utopia. Like, what does it mean? It, there's kind of a bit about it on the album, right? There is, Meltdown, yeah. Where it's like, uh, I thought we were going utopia to Utopia. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know exactly why scaring <laughs> the hoes is called that. Like, and they they deliver, right? Yeah. So they do deliver. Are those some wet slapping sounds? Or are you just happy to see me? Yeah. <laughs> some dude, I some of the lyrics on that will forever live in my home. Like, I don't yeah. run circle around these motherfuckers. I do figure eights. <laughs> like, <laughs> what does that what even mean? The, like, what are you talking No one knows about? what it means, but it's provocative. Yeah. I, look, I'm, I'm not bad at you. You're right. Experimental really isn't in my vein. I, or lane. Yeah. I know maybe two or three yeah. experiment albums that I like, but I do respect it. I, I, yeah. I respect the hell out of scaring those. It's not for me, but like, if if someone was to say it's not number one, I I get it. I really yeah get it. yeah yeah. So yeah, no, easily my number one album of the year. Scaring those. Also the best cover art. Easy the best cover. It art. is the best cover art. Yeah. That, that big big it. Black Klansman vibes. Yeah. All right. So right. albums of the year: two for Utopia, one for yeah. Scaring the Hoes. Shall we get to the Golden Nugget? The golden Nugget. Yeah. Do I have, do I have to go first? Who wants to go first? You go first. Okay. Um, you're, you're the HNIC of the podcast. Yeah, I'm the 34%. Uh, this was tough for me. I'm not going to lie. Just because I didn't... I don't want to say no one deserved it, but no one like really stood out for me to make me think like, like hands down. Like last year, it was easily Jid for me. I was just like, Jid is my golden nugget. Like it's my golden yeah. boy. One of his best albums yeah. dropped, etc. Um... For this, I, I couldn't decide. I, I was thinking. I'll, I'll briefly mention honorable mentions. I was thinking Danny Brown for a while, for a lot, or for a while, just because his range is ridiculous. Everything he did has been phenomenal this year. Um, I just didn't like one of the projects because it's not for me. That doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. Um, but honestly, for me, it's gonna be Travis Scott. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I think what it meant for Travis Scott to have a successful year. I don't want to say it was more important than other artists because every album is important to every artist. But I will say this was a make or break moment for a lot of people. Yeah, no, yeah. if this album came out yeah. and it was bad, it, it, it was, no one was going to let break. him get away with killing Literally. six people. Yeah, it, it, like, it was a make only or break Only six? Moment. Yeah. <laughs> Ten? Been more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and with that being said, the fact that he was able to navigate through all that and actually give a very good project and all the extra stuff that he's been up to I, I have to give it to Travis just because it meant not again not taking the away stakes from, were higher the stakes were higher like I feel like a Michael was so important to Keller Mike like that's an, yeah. a, a huge it's a very deal personal for him. Stake, exactly yeah. 100%. and I love that for him and so he had a great year but like if it wasn't as good as it was no one would have done anything against Killer Mike like you would have still been a fan yeah Run the Jewels 5 was still going to come out and he, get he would have a career yeah. yeah you would still be a fan of him and you'll ride behind yeah. him the fact that this meant everything yeah. And he succeeded. I have to give it to Travis. Okay. I feel pretty much the same way. I would just say that, like, in addition to that, 
leaning into new artistic styles and kind of like branching out a little bit in terms of sound, in terms of the media that kind of comes out with your project for better, for worse, obviously Mm -hmm. for worse in some cases. Um, but, but just being, using all of the resources that here we go, here we go. Using all of the resources that are available to create art, whether it's new, more the same, more or different in some way. And not every artist who operates at a scale as large or larger than Travis does that as I've talked about many times. So, so props for taking risks. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So you're giving your golden nugget to Travis as well. Yeah. Okay. Mine is Danny Brown. Yeah. It is 100% Danny Brown. Yeah. Uh, Caranta was, you know, it was, uh, and then you pray for me or Caranta or Mm -hmm. lie. It was like those three were like battling for fifth. And ultimately I did just listen to, and then you pray for me a lot more than Caranta because it is like, you know, it's one of those very personal albums, you know, and it came out very recently. Yeah. Uh, so, but just being able to produce something like as out of the box, insane, full of energy. I mean, like, I think, I think scaring the hose, like as critically as objectively quote unquote, I think has as much energy as Utopia. Mm-hmm. And that was made by a 40-year-old man and JPEG Mafia in their room on a 30-year-old piece of recording. In a cave made. out of scratch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and and then, and then he did a like, second <laughs> album. Right. Then he did a what second album. Just as insane for totally different laying reasons. Laying his soul bare, you I'm, know? Like I'm something. So curious how long each one of those was actually yeah. being worked on for. I actually, th- I am under the impression that Quaranta has been in development for a long time. I think, I think it was supposed yeah. to come out a few sense. years it, ago. It feels yeah. that way. It totally. And feels then, that of way. course, there's also, like, he has, like, a streaming sh- a show that, like, he has, like, the only, one of the few podcasts I actually listen to, right? Yeah, it's a good uh, The tour, even though I am mad at him for not coming to Chicago, the tour was a huge success, yeah. right? And, like, once again, I still think, like, if, we're ta- if we want to talk any kind of commercial success, I think Scaring the Hose, Breaking into a Top 100 is a bigger success story than anything Doja Cat yeah. or Travis had yeah. this year. Commercially, you know, or like little, I think like that. Yes, it's a lot smaller scale. I absolutely 100% think if Scaring Nose came out, it was a wet fart. You know, like JPEG would still have his weird yeah. fans who like him to spit in his mouth, and like Danny Brown would still have Detroit, right? Like, uh, <laughs> but, Detroit. but like, <laughs> we're sending you back, yeah, like, <laughs> not Detroit, yeah, you would still be, hang out with that insane clown posse, yeah, but just being able to put. Those two, and I don't want to like overshadow JPEG in his contribution mm-hmm. to scaring the hose, but like it was at least 50 50. Yeah, and like yeah. personally, I've always just been the bigger Danny Brown fan. I've went back and I re listened to all of JPEG stuff this year, and like I like him, I think he's like cool. He has a lot of influences from non hip hop genres that yeah. I really like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, but like. Danny Brown has always been the one I really liked as far as alternative hip hop, yeah. so seeing him have this moment where he puts out multiple radically different, uh, radically notable albums. Yeah. I'm just so happy. You know, I'm so happy my, my, the person with my second favorite One Train verse has gotten to this point, mm-hmm. you know. Scary in the Hose very much reminds me of that Family Guy bit where it's like, play me off, Johnny. And it's like, they do that. But it's like, play me off, JPEG. And it's just like buttons <laughs> on a mixer. It's just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Just screaming. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that on the way home. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, <Okay. I'm... laughs> 
And also it just added like just I know like scaring the hose is like part was part of the lexicon, but I think it cemented it. It's just like a great It's a good meme. Yeah, just yeah. like a great statement. And like I love that they were just so self aware about it. I love that it's like, oh, this shit's gonna scare the hose. It's like we're calling it. The amount the amount of texts I've gotten from you last year of just like, guess what I'm doing? It's like what? I'm scaring the hose. I'm just like Brandon. I also love I also like, I also loved if we're talking about like online communities, I love that like every single female music reviewer listened to that album and was like, This hoe loved it. And Bro, dude, that's so funny. It's like Breaks into the top 100. Mr. President, sir, we have a situation. <laughs> what is it? The hoes aren't scared, sir. Yeah, they were they not aren't scared. scared. <laughs> They're getting very brave. <laughs> Get Red Veil. Put Red Veil on more songs. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think Utopia scares the hoes more than scaring the hoes, actually. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah you like, agree with me. I, I do I, agree I, with you. We, I do we are on the you. same side of I think the song. I've brought this up before. I think, I think the song Schizo is like. Yeah, it's yeah. With genuine. The tipping point. Yeah. <laughs> the tipping point. Oh, Sirens. Siren, I, I love Sirens. I think it's a great song yeah. on Utopia, but like I put it the, on. The repeating noise. And, like, yeah. and like Rachel is like, this sounds like you're going to drink Monster <laughs> and punch through your walls. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to do while listening to this. Which is so funny because right before. Or that you have like the most Kanye esque ask opening to a song <laughs> yeah. where it's like, it's the, like every night right. I look up in the sky. The man's like insane. Something literally off of like a 2018 Kanye song, and it's like, all right, now we're going into repeated squeaky toy noises. <laughs> Amazing. We had some good albums this year. Yeah, we really did. It was. Everyone was talking about how it was a a, a slow year. It, the start was. It slow. started slow. It started slow. It got it slow. At the end, I think. I think people were just had like weird expectations from last year because yeah. last year was when it everyone was, was delivering their the pandemic, pandemic project. Yeah. yeah. So here's a question: Does this coming year does it get more normal or does it still get weirder? I think. I mean, I, this year was a little weird. We got some weird stuff I here think and it's there. Balance out. You think so? Yeah. I think we've gotten a lot more weird stuff this year than last year. True. The thing is, like, what's coming down the pipeline? Yeah. Right. You know, like. We have vultures we're gonna have to deal with. Where's the new Cardi album guy? Yeah, I was literally about to say Playboy Cardi, ASAP Rocky, um, J Cole, Future Metro Boomin, like yeah, all of the typical big no. names that we did. So get maybe last we get year. a more consistent year. Yeah. But I, we're always gonna get a good level of like yeah. the Jack. personal. I want, I, yeah, Jack Boys. I too. think it's just like you know what is going to be the big name next year. Yeah. I think like New Weekend. Maybe. I it, hope so. It, it I think it's likely. That's another one. That's a, a very likely one. Yeah. yeah, it's time. Also, Tyler. Uh, Tyler. Potentially. Potentially. End of the year. I think the... uh every three years. I, two years. Every two yeah. years. Okay. But I think the estate sale has definitely kind of broken, broken that back. If that, count, yeah. if that counts. Yeah. yeah, true. I don't I don't think it counts, but I definitely think... That's like what he's using it for. I, I definitely think it's a way to garter favor with his fans while yeah. he spends more time on his next album. That's fair. That's which, fair. personally, I'm, I support. I'm cool I think that is fine. Uh, I have zero problems with that. Uh, I would love another big crit album, but he just released one through crypto, so we'll see. Yeah, probably. But uh, but yeah, no. I mean, new Jim belly natural too. Yeah. They said they we didn't talk drop. about the belly project. The belly project. The belly oh yeah, project. I think. Well, because the belly mixtape did not end up at my. None of the songs did. I think. Just like I think his he has a project coming out in f- next month. Yeah, I think is it is. It is finally primed to be Belly's moment. Uh, I think it should have came late, late, late last year. Yeah. It's a 
Belly's a Palestinian immigrant, and mm-hmm. it's about his experiences, and obviously a lot of stuff is going on in Palestine, but I think it's his moment. So I'm so ex- I think Belly is the most excited release I am. Yeah. I have for this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we normally do it every year. We're gonna have an episode for yeah. expected releases. I guess. Yeah. Totally. We'll do it sometime this month. Yeah. All right, All right guys. We'll uh, yeah, probably after the Travis Scott yeah. episode, we'll do an episode where oh, we, yeah. yeah, we'll do like uh, our what do we anticipate kind of thing but uh all right cool that's the special welcome to the special what a good vibe